0: <clears throat> BAM! We're live. Riley S. Sevon got paid and is not interested in working hard any more. <sighs> hmm. Good morning. Good morning, Trish. Good to see you. First thing in the morning. Fanny Spiegel. Good to see you. Justin H. Let's go, Sevon. Do work. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. <clears throat> Pre-game tug. Jake Chapman. Oy, 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 oy. I have no excuse. I was fooling around. I was fooling around on this thing. I was fooling around. Thank you, Heidi. Man bun alert. Good morning, everyone. Philip Kelly, good morning. I was texting with Philip Kelly this morning. Woo! Uh, He was gently telling me. I mean, these are my words, not his. He was gently telling me how stupid I was uh, while complimenting me, which I appreciated. We were talking about peptides, and I was telling him, hey, I think they might be working. I did 10 single strict muscle-ups the other day. And when I mean single strict muscle-ups, I jump to the top. I start like this in the locked-out position. I lower myself through into an L-sit, and then I do one, and then I rest. And I did um, 10 of those. And he basically said, hey, you should consider using some bands, like like banded pull-ups. And I and I started thinking, you know what, he's right. Like to strengthen all the, like the, I'm just excited because my bicep's working again. And instead of like just going, you know, to the deep end of the pool. Am I too bright? What the fuck is going on here? Am I too bright? Tell me if I'm too bright. I look all blown out. What is it? Oh, better? Yeah, that's a little better. Um so that was that was a good idea. I, a, I a, it was a good conversation with Philip and I. I need someone to keep me in check cuz I work out by myself and I start to get all excited. Speaking of working out, I'm going to go through the list and say good morning to a bunch of you, but uh you know my my sister yesterday uh called me. I talked to my sister quite a bit. It, it would be cool if I talked to her every day, but um every other day, I'd say. Older sister, a couple years older. Looks just like me. Just It's me with a vagina and, and no hair. And uh, she said that um, at her affiliate, she started a new affiliate, and she said she ran a mile, rode 2,000, ran a mile in 104-degree in heat. And she said her head was tingling and her ears were clogging up, and it made me think of the times when that's happened to me. And that's the part of CrossFit that I think a lot of people forget that is where the brand value is. That's why we, we like wearing the CrossFit shirt. Because we push ourselves hard. And we push ourselves to places where our ears do like clog up for a few minutes. Our head does start tingling. And then she does something like call me and I can tell she's so proud she pushed herself into the deep end and uh i i the first time i really felt something crazy like that was probably the first time i did murph and i was like ooh i don't this is weird and you start experiencing sensations and start having experiences and uh it, you're you're traveling into the unknown if, if you've never had those feelings before the tingly head the ears clogging overstimulated by music you know that moment in a workout like if you have headphones on or the music's on too loud you're like oh shit something's going on i got to turn down this music like i'm i'm over and i was proud of her she was so proud that's when you put on the crossfit shirt that's what sells shirts that's when you wear the shirt and you're like yeah i do crossfit and i always get concerned that that's going to get lost that 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 part that makes it so if you're not a CrossFitter. I shouldn't say I'm worried about it. I guess I probably don't care, but I think that's an, a very important thing to preserve. It's the part that makes it so. If you are a CrossFitter, you wear the shirt with pride, and if you're not a CrossFitter, you don't wear the shirt. You know not to wear it. Just like you don't wear fucking fight shirts if you're not a a fighter. Zach, good morning. Uh, Stephen Blacksmith, good morning. I'll put the phone number up. I don't even know if the phone's working. Where the fuck is the phone? You guys, I can't wait to show you my um my studio. It got a big, huge. I spent all night last night. I was up till twelve thirty. I put in a, a seventy-five inch TV and a foam wall right there. And I'm putting foam on the ceilings. I wish I could take that camera and show you. I wonder if any of you are going to notice a different uh, quality or texture in my voice. There's foam like going up everywhere. TVs, desks, couches, microphones. I've been putting in like six hours a day in here. It's nuts. Absolutely nuts. I was telling Dave about it yesterday. I bet you he's going to come now. He's going to be excited. This is a really, this studio is kind of unbelievable. I got the really fancy $500 arms that fucking I saw Rogan has. The monitors everywhere. One, two, three, four, five. Five huge monitors. Like I said, the big 75-inch or 80-inch TV. I had to call my wife in here to help me lift it. God, the box that a fucking giant TV comes in in the mail is crazy. Zach, good morning. Caroline, good morning. Dana, good morning. Vindicate, good morning. Vindicate's where you get all the CEO stuff, the No Plan B stuff, the visors. I wear my visor every day. I will tell you this. it. I wear my visor every day. I love it. I also have, like, six visors. My wife wears them. My kids wear them. Uh, I did destroy a visor. I... Um, I turned it into just a salt. I don't know if it's destroyed. It's probably not accurate because I didn't throw it away, but I did turn it into a uh, salty uh, pile of goo, like I turned it white. Oh, oh, awesome. I sent uh, Ben Bergeron a text this morning. Uh, I want to get a hold of Cole Sager. I want to have Cole on. The game's changed me. Uh, because I just got face-to-face with people. Jeez Louise, isn't there a UFC show today? Ooh, yeah. Uh, Daring Weeks is coming on at, um, 7.30. Janelle Winston, good morning. Uh, Jeremy, yo. What it do? Anyone catch the Mitchell Cooper uh, CrossFit documentary? No, I didn't. Oh, I was supposed to FaceTime with you. Uh, good morning, Miss Burns. From SabbathEssentials.com. I, um, uh, my wife, something you, something we got from Sabbath Essentials, my wife was spraying on my kid's face the other day. So she must like your stuff. Because my, because, you know, like, my kids are allowed to eat, like, tomatoes off the vine, cucumbers, organic meat. They walk around barefoot. and Now my wife's spraying shit out of a bottle onto their face. Anyway. God, Avi had an incredible jujitsu practice yesterday. He double legged this kid that he's been warring with for a year in practice and he just crushed him. I was so stoked. Uh Krista, hi. It's Friday. It's Friday. Uh Greg C, can you grab the soundbite from Jason realizing Rich was on to play? Was on to play any time a guest appears? Can you grab the soundbite from Jason realizing Rich was on to play anytime? Oh, Really, was there some good audio there? Okay, I'll I'll look at that. That I think going rogue with Sevon, that that Instagram account, grab that clip. Corbin, what's up? The shiz. Good morning. Are you drinking soda? Tom works. Hey, what's up, dude? What are you? You Asian? Tom Tom work. You Asian? Are you Mexican, uh, Zach. Love that Jason stayed on for the Rich interview. Okay, cool. Yeah, they're cool. That wasn't supposed to happen like that. <laughs> Sevon got paid. Not interested in working hard anymore. Not true. But we shouldn't. Riley, shouldn't you shouldn't you be like, oh my god, I hope he's okay. I hate being late. Uh, Mad Marv. Started following... Is it Mad Marv? Did I start following you? There's a chance I may have started following you yesterday. Good morning. Getting some variety of personalities in the thumbnail. Liking it. Not just see a podcast. Yeah. The thing is, is so many people do stuff for free for this show when it was originally made. I haven't seen the new thumbnail. I asked the person, hey, can you not put... I don't want CrossFitters in there. And Tia's never been on the show. Can you take her out? And don't put any guests on there who refuse to come on the show. And... And I didn't want it, yeah, I didn't want it to be CrossFitters in theirs. But um, finally, you know, uh, and then the person was just was with us for a month and then and then left. Um, but I think Sousa told me he remade a new one. Sousa's, like, learning all this shit just, like, on flights flying around. Uh, good morning, uh, Dixie Normus. Wow, that's quite the hairdo. Brandon Waddell, good morning. I have a package in the mail for you. Oh, awesome! Piece of burnt house. Sorry, too soon. Corbin, good morning. Elise Bone. Bam, good morning. Jody Lynn, Jody Lynn, Jody Lynn. Bam, good morning. Wad Zombie. Hey. Oh, so you got another um, Instagram account? I was I was concerned, uh, Mister Zombie, that maybe you. Um, we're boycotting the show. I, I thought maybe I went too hard on you the other day. I'm glad to see you. And I and I love my... Um, thank you for my Gazan card. And, of course, Colton Mertens. Oh! That's what I meant to tell you, Odd Zombie. I love this uh, stand. I need, like, ten of these. Like, If you send me a link on Amazon where you got them, I'll buy them, too. I'm not asking you to send me, but this... This is the next level. Because you know, you must know that these stands are completely absurd. I told you before, anytime I touch the chocolate dick, all the fucking athletes go down. And not down on me, I just mean down, their cards fall down. Like, if you go anywhere near that shelf, it's just a fucking shitstorm. Everything falls down. Uh, Craig T. Wood. Good morning. I never watch live. All right. Well, prepare yourself. It's different, 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 uh, different. Video or didn't happen? We want to see your workouts. They're pathetic. You don't want to see them. Trust me. Uh, seems a little softer than normal. Hmm. Hmm. I'm still bumping cameras in here and, and tweaking stuff, but I, I need that feedback. Um Savvy. Ken Walters, some of your best work, The Reel you posted of Rich and Jason and Jason's metal, timing unreal, must have watched it three dozen times with a smile. Yeah. I um I I saw the clip go up on Instagram somewhere and I was thinking I shouldn't have said the uh go ahead show Rich your medal two or three times. Once would have been enough. And Jason's so great, right? Hey, it takes someone authentic and vulnerable like that to get excited when they see uh Rich to make that um even doable oh uh caller hold on hold on caller my my shit's not set up of course it never is set up set the phone line up every morning like a douche uh where's bluetooth here we go caller hi
1: not caller hello Seven. good morning hey good morning Good morning, Savon. Hey, I never get to watch your shows live, but today I'm able to catch it. Uh, a few shows back, you were talking about your sponsors, and I wanted to just to give you some love on one of them. Okay, tell me. Um, I want to give a big shout out to BirthFit. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. You know, my wife and I just had our first son about six months ago. Yes. And... Um, Obviously, uh, we didn't want to, you know, give him any Forty ers Are we? Are we allowed? To, are we still doing yes. that?
0: Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like you. I
1: like it. And um, we're over here in San Antonio, and we couldn't find any pediatrician that would see him because of our decision. Everything we called, I think, almost all the practices, and nobody would take him. Um, so we were getting worried, and we didn't know what to do. So uh, out of You know, because I heard of BirthFit uh, through your podcast, um, I sent them a a DM on Instagram. And just, you know, just as a shine in the dark, I didn't even think they would respond. And they actually responded and they recommended us somebody in Austin. And so we drive up there every once in a while. But um, it was just a huge help, man. It was a big relief. I'm glad um, you brought BirthFit into into the light and for us to be able to see them. And then they ended up helping us out a lot. we were we were very, very worried, especially my wife. Um, and yeah, they give us that recommendation and we have a great, um, a great practitioner looking over our son. So it was, it was awesome.
0: Dude. I'm so happy for you. Hey, I'm reading this book. It's called unvaccinated. I, I mean, I've read a bunch of books on this stuff already. This book is so amazing. Um, Imagine someone saying they love your baby, they love kids, they, all they care first and foremost about kids. And yet, within the first 24 hours of your kid being born, they want to inject something into your kid with a needle that will change their immune system for the rest of their life. And it's the hep v va- uh, hep, uh, hepatitis uh, uh, B vaccine. Absolutely fucking insane! Another thing I was just researching. You know, there's never ever been a study on the um on, on all on on vaccines in. Uh, how did they phrase it? The vaccine schedule. There's never been a study on on the vaccine schedule. Meaning, um, let's say first of all, there's no there's, there aren't any real studies on any of the vaccines. Once you look into it but yeah, there's never no, been a true. study of like hey you take all 72 shots what happens to you they've never followed a group of kids and been like and then had a control group versus all the kids who took uh, all the vaccines that study's never been done it's, fu- it's it's absolutely astonishing if you just scratch that surface a little bit and then and then obviously you're going to have you're going to be blown away dude In the next six months to three years, all your friends who got their kids injected with the 49ers, you're going to be like, why do all their kids have ear infections and nose infections and eye infections and my kid doesn't? Why do their kids behave? You're going to start noticing all sorts of nuances and stories that other parents tell that you don't have. You're going to be so proud of yourself.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm I'm seeing it. My wife's sister, she has three kids, and they're all – you know, they're all vaxxed up and they're always sick. Something's always going on. Yep. Even, even knowing that her own, like my, our son, even knowing and telling her everything we told her, like, we're not, you know, why we didn't get him vaccinated? She, she has a, like a, a one and a half year old. She's still giving him the vaccines. Even after what we're, you know, what we went with our son, and tell me what we know. And I read the book, Dissolving Illusions. That was a real eye-opener for sure.
0: Good job. Good um, job.
1: Yeah. And uh, that, that's thanks to you, man. So I, I'm glad. Man, I've, I've been listening to your podcast since the Matt Josh Sevon. Oh,
0: awesome. Awesome.
1: podcast. So I was like, man, who the hell is this guy? Who's, who the hell is this Sevon guy? And, uh, man, I ended up – man, I, I love your podcast, man. I listen to it every single day. Thank you, man. Um, and then thank you for being a speaker of truth and for defending kids and um, and the, for those who can't speak for themselves. I remember when we were going through the whole pandemic, you know, uh, people losing their jobs and you, were, you, know, you weren't giving a shit. You were speaking out. It doesn't matter. You were speaking out for those who couldn't speak out on their own because, you know, fear of losing their jobs, stuff like that.
0: Hey, dude, thank you. I appreciate it. Hey, I really do. It means a lot to me. I, I need that validation just as much as um, anybody. So I appreciate it.
1: Um yeah, no, no. I appreciate you, man. Keep doing what you're doing. Love the podcast, man. Love everything you do, and uh, yeah, just wanted to call in and say that, and and just say thank you for everything.
0: Absolutely, thanks, dude. Keep me posted okay. on the kid. Right. Okay, thanks. good luck. Thank you. Congratulations. Oh, I will. Yeah, okay. I will. I will.
1: Thank you. Bye. All
0: right. Bye. Hey, uh, no one has to uh, take my word on it. I can just tell you this: just do, just do this. Just go to Google, look up measles, and look at how many kids died of measles in the United States ten years prior to the measles vaccine being released. Also, do the same thing with polio. Look at the 3 years prior to the polio vaccine being released, how many kids died of polio in the United States from 1952 to 1955. And then if you make it past that, look at try to figure out why the polio vaccine was pulled uh, within a year of it first being released. And then why it wasn't released again until 1961. Just look, look that shit up, man. It doesn't take long at all. You don't you can go to all your favorite websites with your propaganda. Choose any fucking CDC, whatever you want, FDAs, any liberal media, go ahead. Look that stuff up. They're not hiding it. They're not hiding it from you. It just takes a few minutes and you gotta read some shit. And then just start doing the math. Be like, that's weird. Polio vaccine didn't come out till fifty five, but nineteen fifty two, all of a sudden polio started vanishing. Why is that? And just, just, it's, it's kind of, it's not hard. It's not hard. I it, the the hard part is realizing that fucking you were duped. That's the that's the only hard part. I'm trying to follow the Danny Spiegel uh, Andrew Hiller stuff and by follow it i mean um i can't figure out what's going on why everyone's so angry and wound up but and and i didn't put a lot of time into it i uh, put like 15 minutes into it this morning but it it reminded me of the black squares if i if i throw a rock at someone and i hit them And I don't tell you who it is, you're like, hey, you threw a rock and hit that person. If I tell you I threw a rock and it hit a woman or you you saw it hit a woman and then you call me a misogynist, you guys know that makes you sexist, right? It's the exact same thing with George Floyd. I know this one's fucking horrible for people to try to process. But if you see Derek Chauvin and you think he's racist because he did that to a black guy, you know it's because you're racist, right? How does anyone not know that? That's why all the black squares outed all those people. Like, we all know you're racist. I don't even hate you because you're racist. I don't even hate you because you're sexist. But it's so weird to call... Andrew Hiller, a misogynist, because you're clearly sexist because you have determined that it's it's uh, what he's doing to like just just call it out on your own. Just say what you mean. Hey, I don't think men should pick on women at all because I think women are less than men. I get it. I'm not even upset at you. I'm not. I, I, it's cool. Fine. Just be honest. Just be authentic. Stop projecting your hatred towards black people and women on other people. Just see, just see it for what it is. Oh, the era, Asian guy. Well, there was an Asian guy in the in the um, uh, Asian hate in in the Derek Show, in the um, he didn't he didn't stop Derek Chauvin from putting his knee on George Floyd, so he got sentenced. Fuck, I can't believe that shit's still going on. Uh, Sevon, can you get Haley Adams and Brooke Wells? Nah, they're too young for me. I'm married. I'm married. Oh, really? Four years in jail? Oh, no, that's fucking horrible. I did see, um, I'm tripping on that dude over at, um, Invictus. Bryce, uh, Mitchell. Bryce... The big, the big handsome dude. What a trip! So I, I thought that guy was an AI, and I was making fun of him on my podcast. And then he fucking walked up to me at the CrossFit Games, and he's like, "Hey, I'm Bryce." And first of all, I think I told you guys this. He's massive. He, it's basically Fakowski, a better looking Fikowski. It's like the Ken version of Fakowski. He's like, "Hi." He's like, "Fucking, I can't even believe he can see me from up there." He's huge. He had a shirt on, but I bet you he's fucking built like an Adonis too, and he's with his two friends who are short, like six foot each and uh and and he seemed like a normal human being, but then last night he had Haley Adams on his podcast. by the way, I cannot believe how much he got Haley Adams to open up, but I listened to that podcast last night as I'm putting up foam all around my room, and I'm like, holy shit. Maybe this guy is an AI. He's, I just thought he was an AI again. He's such a trip when he interviews people. I DM'd him. I DM'd him yesterday. I got to get him on the show. I want to see if he's how he's going to be. If he's going to be like an AI when he's on my show. I reached, uh, reached out to CJ Martin too. I can't believe I've never had him on. The owner of CrossFit Invictus. You tried to call me? I don't know what's going on with my phone. What do you, what do you mean? Okay, I'll turn it on. Sorry. I don't know what's going on. Um Jake Chapman, if I'm in if I'm in prison and I can choose which inmate cooks, I'm going with the Chinese fella. Yeah, now that's not racist, that's called discrimination and prejudice. It's like wanting the Jew accountant over the black dude. It's what you you want the Asian surgeon over the fucking white guy. It's it's different, different, different. Nuanced. It's nuanced at that point. You don't pet the snake if you're going on a hike and the snake has a fucking mandible. You know what's in there. There's a hollow fangs in there that are trying to put get into your body to inject a venom that rests in those hollow fangs. That's just, that's not that's not racism or sexism. That's discernment and prejudice based on the shape and size of a fucking snake's head. You see four boys walking down the street and they fucking have neck tattoos and their pants are hanging down past their butt and you can hear their conversation from three blocks away. You know they, they look like the dudes who robbed CVSs. I mean, it's just like they happen to be black or Mexican or whatever. Yeah, then they further fit the stereotype, but it's not racist. It's called discernment and prejudice. Completely different. Racist is thinking that because someone was born with a certain skin color... That they're somehow predispositioned to do something. Which is just fucking asinine. Yeah, dick butter. I want the black rapper over the Jewish one. Yeah. Although... Um, although... Uh, Lil Dicky... I like Lil Dicky. And uh, and there's that new Jew guy um, that Tommy G's been hanging with. I tried to get him on the show. There's a couple There's a couple cool Jew rappers. Oh, Weird Al. We all, Weird Al. Yeah, there you go. Fuck him up. How dare you, dick butter. Weird Al. So, I don't know. <clears throat> okay. Where are we? I think uh, Darian's coming on any minute. can't believe 30 minutes of the show blew by. You know what's funny is those those people someone 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 really really tried to make it that I didn't go to the CrossFit Games. Do you remember that post? Uh, um, uh, Don Wooly, Don Woolsey said to um, posted. Someone sent me a screenshot of it on his Instagram account. I've spoken with Don, and I don't want to cause any drama before the games. But um, uh, after the games, I'm gonna have a talk with him or some shit like that. And then recently, uh, Don. It's so weird. Someone sent me a screenshot where he calls me a d bag on his Instagram account, but won't call me out by name. I wonder if I can find that text message. But I have no sympathy for any of those people. I, I would never, I would never put a, a campaign to someone like uh, the Philharmonic's coming to town, and I start sending the Philharmonic. Uh, shitloads of text messages and emails. Don't let Don Wooley um, uh, into your concert because he's brand diminishing. I would never fucking do that. What does that mean? Bipped. Christian Leon. Someone has your car been bipped. What's bipped? Bipped. Bipped. Urban Dictionary? Urban Dictionary. Bipped. Uh, when anything is broken or damaged. He elbowed me during sex and bipped my head. That's a fucking weird use of it. What does it mean? Uh, uh, oh, car breaking. No, no, no. <laughs> Dude, I live in the country part. Even though my sister was making fun of me, like I don't live in the country. I live in the country. Like this, mo- I hear roosters and chickens and donkeys and shit every day. Um. Yeah, I think, you know, that is interesting, John Clark. Bip, getting bipped does sound gay. Like, you, like you, it means you snort a popper and then let your anus dilate and someone get at it bipped. See, I just projected that onto the word bipped. That means I'm probably gay. See? See how that works? <clears throat> Devon you remind me of Rich Roll. I don't know who that is. I keep thinking Darian's going to come on. We're going to talk about Aljamain Sterling and uh Aljo. I really am a what have you done for me lately guy. So when Sugar uh Sean O'Malley, Sugar Shane, Sugar Sean O'Malley says that uh Aljo is the greatest bantamweight of all time. I I'm, I'm kind of with him. Aljo versus Sugar Sean O'Malley tomorrow night. Hey, dude. Speaking of uh, professional athletes, I think tomorrow, tomorrow Saturday. I think uh, Tyson Bagent may play a lot of the game tomorrow. A lot of the game. Riley, do you? Uh, Stefan, do your listeners still send you mail? Yeah, all sorts of shit. A- a- every mode possible, shit comes to me. I love mail. I'm like a little kid. I'm like a little kid when it comes... Oh, speaking of little kids, I get like a little kid when this guy's around, too. Oh, no! Oh, shh. Darian Weeks, what's up, dude? What's up, my man? Dude, did you get an office job? Where are you? Yeah, I got an
2: office job, dude. Couldn't hear it, wasn't making it, you know? I needed to do something better, so...
0: You are 9 to 5 in? No, I'm just kidding. Uh
2: Oh, this is my wife's office.
0: Oh, dang. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you scared me. Oh, no. Yeah, no, I'm not
2: 9 to 5. Now.
0: You are an independent man. You are a lion. You can't, you can't be doing... You can't have your know, own I shit. I
2: can't do that. I can't be trapped in a box. No way. Speaking of new places, look at that. Look at that studio you got. Dude, things are good. That's legit. Things are good. And I've seen the great, the great work you did on those CrossFit games.
0: Thank you. I'm pumped. Awesome. Those were those were those were awesome. I am pumped. Hey, speaking of pumped, I'm the most pumped I've been about a UFC fight in a in, in a UFC card.
2: You've been waiting for this one, huh? You got Sterling on this one. You love Sterling.
0: I love Aljo. And uh, and I and I and I saw that um, uh, our buddy Ian Gary. Um, yeah, he's
2: fighting Neil Magny, yeah, and like he
0: is fucking with Neil Magny. Are did you watch the press conferences? He I, is. Fucking Fucking with Neil Magny.
2: I did watch the press conference. He, uh, I mean, it, it, I feel like it's a good idea for what he displayed right there, just because I feel like Neil Magny was just all over the place trying to defend himself. You know what I mean? And, uh,
0: I didn't hear what Neil Magny said, but sup- supposedly Neil Magny said some off the cuff thing in, in one of his press conferences. He says, yeah, I know how to put beatings on, on kids. i be, I have a son slap him around I'm gonna slap Ian the same way and Ian took that and is basically every moment he campaigning Neil Magny as a child beater it's fucking just right yeah. there in the press conference yeah I'm gonna call him a child abuser and you can tell Neil Magny is so bummed
2: and that's a and that was <laughs> I mean horrible for Neil Magny but that was perfect execution for Ian Gary to get in. you know I think to get in his head especially since on seven day notice if you can get him all flustered and out of his game. I mean, I see, as much as I hate to say it, I see Ian Gary winning this one. Oh, no. Yeah. I just,
0: I, I'm kind of not a fan of, of Ian Gary. I do not
2: honestly care for myself, but... His chick is hot as
0: fuck. Oh uh,
2: Yeah. Yeah, his his wife, the one that he took her last name.
0: Oh, is that what he did? Is that what's going on there? The Machado. Yeah,
2: the Machado is her last name, and this, oh, is, how, this yeah. is how he tried to make the excuse for it. He's like, "Oh, well, she has a son, and I want to be the son's father, so I wanted us to have the same." Life. Then you change that boy's name to Gary. You don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? I was just thrown back all together <laughs> by it. That 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 is what's never going to make him like. A Conor McGregor tough guy figure to me. Like you took your wife's name. I'm. That's not. You're not a tough guy.
0: Uh, Dick Butter weighs in. Uh, what a cuck. <laughs> I love straight. Jeez Louise, it up, dude. That's fucking wild. Uh, this um, this Aljo fight uh, with Sean O'Malley. Everything in me wants to say that Aljo is going to completely destroy him, except the fact that Sean did look good against um...
2: Uh, Peter young. Yes, sir. Him. I know he looks, he looks way better defending shots than I thought he would, but when you say
0: say shots, you mean takedowns?
2: Yeah. I will say like the number one thing though, about Aljo is, I mean, he's a vice grip when he grabs you on the ground, like he wraps his legs and he tries to not let you go you know like really a human backpack so i mean we'll see um i mean yeah we'll see i mean peter yan the first fight with algermain sterling i mean beat him like he stole something so it puts it it puts it puts it an interesting fight for sure
0: and then and then the first, fir- and sorry. then the f- uh, the first fight which i can't even believe too on is on the card is chito vera is fighting pedro uh, munoz that's going to be insane. Oh yeah! And, and Cheeto Vera is the the only guy that's beat uh, O'Malley, and and I'm going to give him that win. Even though O'Malley says it wasn't a win, I think he fucked him up.
2: He kicked him until his leg didn't work. That's so <laughs> you, know I mean? like, you got you got hurt. You weren't supposed to get hurt. So that's a win. I feel like, and I haven't seen Cheeto Vera fight in a long time. I feel like last one he fought was Dominick Cruz, correct?
0: Uh, I'm. I'll, let me pull in San it out. Diego. Let's look. Let's look. I you're probably right. Um uh Marlon Vera. What do I look up? Sure dog. Marlon Vera. Mm-hmm. Uh Sure yeah, dog. I have like it. Okay, let me see. Where is it? Where are you? Give me one second. Sorry. Oh shit. Is that where the fuck are your stats, dude? How come I can't get your stats? How you been? Are you still cutting hair?
2: Always, still. Good. I got actually a fight set for September twenty second as well.
0: Oh, with with what organization? LFA. Oh, uh, I actually uh, been
2: trying to find fights like crazy, but guys have just been like refusing to fight at me.
0: At what weight? Eighty five. One eighty five. Holy shit! Uh, Marlon Vera. Uh, oh, he he fought Corey Sanhagen last.
2: Oh yes, he did. I forgot about that in the uh, in Las Vegas.
0: Crazy. It, yeah. it went the distance, though, huh? Uh
2: huh. Oh, did he lose? Yeah. Oh Mar- wow! March twenty fifth. I,
0: guess... I don't remember that fight either. For some reason, I don't remember that fight at all. Uh, beat uh, Dominic Cruz, uh, Rob Font, Frankie Edgar. I-, I mean, three great wins. Yeah. And and yeah, then and it. then beat Sean O'Malley and then lost to Jose but beat Sean O'Malley in uh, four years ago.
2: But he lost to Jose Aldo or what?
0: Yeah, then he lost to Aldo uh mm. in a decision. Yeah, no one no one uh no one uh puts uh I, I, I'm starting to think that uh cheetah's never Cheetah's never been uh knocked out. Knocked out?
2: Yeah. yeah. And with twenty wins, I mean that's amazing never to be never to be asleep. That'll be that'll be uh that'd be a fun little
0: fight then. I saw, I heard some stat yesterday. Let me see if I can pull it up. Al Jermaine Sterling, that in Al Jermaine Sterling's third UFC fight. He fought a number six ranked dude. And, uh, and that's basic. And, and, and he, basically that was it for him. That fucked him ever since then. He's only fought great dudes. Really? Yeah. I think he might be, I think that, that, that fight with um, Peter Yan really fucked his reputation, but really, dude, like, yeah, I'm. He might be one of the great. Really, say it again. I said he's been
2: having like a good fight career until that fight.
0: And 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 um and he may be he may he's gonna I think he's gonna go down as one of the greats of all time.
2: Oh yeah, he'll have to. I really I the main reason that I want him to win this fight is because I want to see what he does at forty five. When he goes
0: fights, Volkanovsky. That'll be crazy. That'll be insane. I want to see what Volkanovsky's going to do with him, too. So he he beat um, Cody Stademan, Jimmy Rivera, Pedro Munoz, Corey Sanhagen, Peter Yan, Peter Yan, TJ Dillashaw, Henry Cejudo. That's a pretty fucking gnarly win streak.
2: I will say this, though. TJ Dillashaw was on one arm.
0: Right, right, right. I Yeah.
2: And so I'm not going to give him as much credit for that as he should get, but... That was hard to watch. I mean, beating Corey Sanhagen, as we see in itself, is pretty crazy. I mean, Corey Sanhagen's doing damage to a lot of people that are in the top ten in the UFC.
0: Where's your LFA fight?
2: Minnesota. Prior Lake, Minnesota.
0: Is it on UFC Fight Pass?
2: Yeah. And and what's the
0: day? What's the date?
2: It'll be September 22nd.
0: Hey, um ha- have you has has the UFC ever reached back out to you for any like last minute fights?
2: Uh no because like I don't have a management team right now. I, uh I put quits to all of the I just, you know, I just separated myself and uh I don't know, trying to get my stock up and try to make me the best prospect I can be. Like I was when I was 5 and 0 and winning fights. And then, you know, I'll jump back in there.
0: Uh, uh but um when they so they wouldn't reach out to you ever directly, like if they needed a fight like with two weeks notice, they wouldn't reach out to you directly and be like, Hey Darian?
2: Oh no, not unless you're John Jones, you know. They don't Wow,
0: they, don't they fuck. only fuck with agents. So it's it's kind of a it's a kind of a racket. It's a boys' club.
2: Yeah. Or girls yeah, club. Yeah. You have to ha you have to have an agency in order for them to get a hold of you or contact you or whatnot. I mean, but like I say I get this finish in L F A I get about two more, three more, maybe one more this year and then two more next year. I mean, I don't think they can refuse me. I need to – and I, I would like to go back to UFC just because I have, you know, some unfinished business. I mean, I know they have, like – people have been telling me, like, oh, there's PFL out there, you know, there's Bellator. Why don't you want to do those? Well, it, it doesn't matter, like, if it's true or not. In the society and in the media world, when you fight the UFC and you win in the UFC, you're the greatest fighter in the world. Period. I agree. I agree. You're part of those. You're part of that greatest fight in the world club. Not dodding anybody else who fights in PFL and who, you know, I'm not. It's just the organization's name has held so much weight for so long that you just. I mean, it's got to. It's 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 got to be done. I got to go there. I got to dominate. And then I'm willing to, you know, wherever my career takes me, it takes me there. But I have to dominate in the UFC. It's already been a dream of mine. It's been in my head. It's been, you know, a little stint on my timeline of my career. And so I gotta, I gotta go dominate.
0: Uh, Jeremy, eat world. Um, as a, another black man, I will represent you, Darien. Well, that's very nice of you, Jeremy.
2: <laughs> Appreciate you, big dog. Um,
0: um uh but D- darian it w- aside you know whatever you you think about agents wouldn't it be cool if you had one because don't doesn't the ufc do that that is a possible outcome right you stay yeah. in fight shape ready someone cancels and it's don't a good way to them. get a yeah okay darian you're in
2: yeah and yes it 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 is and um and I, and, and i mean once i once i've uh separated myself from my first agency i did you know, I talked to some agencies. I've looked at some, um, and I even have interest in in, in one agency as well. Uh, I just we're just talking back and forth. You know, and we're trying to get some stuff set around. You know, I, I like to fill them out. I want to fill them out this time. Last time I, I I took an agency, and I, you know, I was young in the game and I didn't care. You know, I'm like, all right, bet. This is what you're supposed to have. You're supposed to have an agency. They're going to get you bigger fights. Let's go. You know, I didn't. Take into consideration how they treat fighters, or what kind of uh, personal relationship they would have with them. And I and I kind of I would I would, I don't need a personal relationship with the manager team, but I need to know like oh when I am getting ready for a fight, or when they're looking for me a fight, they're looking for my best interest, not oh let's just put him here because it'll be a good name for the company.
0: Uh, Sarah Cooper, is this a UFC guy? This was a UFC guy. Was a UFC guy.
2: And now we're on our road back up. We fell off the ladder, and we got to climb back up.
0: Uh, Patrick Clark, uh, Darian, uh, I don't think you need an agency. You just need someone to rep you who has your best interest in mind and not their own.
2: True, but I feel like yeah, you're what you said, seven. It's the agency we need is so that the UFC can get in contact with me. You know, right? It'd be it'd be. I mean. Everyone doesn't have the you know, UFC's number, you know what I'm saying? And these top organizations, you know, like uh, the Dark Side and first-round management, stuff like that, they all have.
0: There's I mean, an agency just, called the Dark Side?
2: That's who I was with, Iridium. That's what they're called, The Iridium. They say, welcome to the Dark Side. Jeez Louise. I yeah. know.
0: Uh, there was a fight recently. Uh, I'm trying to figure out which fight it was. It was a little short... Black guy, he was undefeated. He may have even been like the LFA champ or something. God, he had to come in and fight a killer. D- oh fuck, who was that? So short black guy. It was like a 185 fight. He he was like five. Did he fight Izzy or so? Who the fuck did he fight? And he got. Fucking-
2: oh no! He he was uh, he fought Bo Nickel.
0: Oh yeah, that poor guy. Oh yeah. my god, I felt horrible for that guy. Not only that, like just
2: I felt way more horrible because of the way he displayed himself, and then
0: he was undefeated going into that fight,
2: and then he's like, "I bring down, I, I, I knock people off, I kill all the hype," and then just got creamed in the first what was it minute forty five? It was bad. It was quick, and you got put down with hands by Bo Nickel, who's a collegiate wrestler. You know? Th- that
0: was a um, was that UFC two ninety two. Yeah, I think so. Or, Oh, no, that's this one coming up. Hold on. No, I think it was UFC 290. Uh, there's 291. It was two of them ago. Oh, it was? Let me mm-hmm. see if I can. But so does that guy get – is that guy still in the UFC? Does he get like a two-fight con- – oh, yeah, Val Woodburn. He was 7-0. and
2: Yeah, it depends on like – I mean, I guess it depends on what his what is management management team argued for the contract. You know, um, and I mean, I would think, yeah, he probably does. You know, it, once the UFC calls you up for that first fight and you take it on short notice, I they kind of give you like a like a pass. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, no matter how this fight goes, we'll give you another one. You yeah. Know I mean? um, so. But because he got knocked out so devastatingly, I'm just I don't know. I don't know.
0: Hey, this guy, Damon Blackshear, I think he fought last week. That's my guy. And he did a twister on the dude, right? That's the yes.
2: guy. Yes. He freaking tried to rip him in half. That was crazy. And they said, I think it said only the second twister ever done in the UFC where someone tapped out. Third. Yeah. Crazy. You know, that's, I, I actually trained uh, with him a lot at Jackson Wink. He's before he was in the UFC. He's a, he's a dog. He's, he's, and he's always, in shape. You know how you get those fighters who, oh, if I don't have a fight, you know, i kind of not as cut as I once was. This dude is always shredded. I don't
0: always. know that, but I'll take your word on it. You're the only fighter we right now. We always get fat. Hey, uh, what about the, fat, the fact that he fought last week? If he wins this week, he'll, he will automatically be in some sort of weird club, right?
2: Yeah. Two, two I mean, fights
0: in two weeks. That that puts you in, in sort weeks? of some rarefied air, right?
2: That's a That's a... Hamza Shemayev type shit.
0: And then he kind of has to, right? If you get if, if he wins, he kind of has to fight in the next couple months and just go for a third win and and then kind of like the hype trains there. The hype trains there. The hype train's there. Yeah. He will be looked at as a bad, bad dude. Yeah.
2: So um yeah, I mean, I feel like I, I feel like he can at least well, this guy seems like a, a pretty tough guy, but I feel like he can beat him, you know what I mean? Especially, I mean, he didn't take much damage in the last fight he was in. And if he just went straight back to training as he does, I mean, the only thing he has to do is, I mean, keep his mind focused right, you know what I mean? Don't don't focus on the fact you just fought last week. Like, some fighters will give themselves a benefit of a doubt. Oh, I fought last week, it's fine, I just jumped in for this fight, blah, blah, blah. Like, no, you got to make sure, like, oh, I came to beat this dude up, too. This is just another win for me. So I'm excited. I'm actually excited about the Wei Ling fight on that card, too.
0: Yeah, yeah. Hey, one quick thing before we leave this, uh, Jeff Neal and Neil Magny. I I used to always, I still get those dudes confused. It's so funny, because probably because (laughs) they both have Neil in their name, and they're both kind of, like, lanky. But it's funny that he went from uh, Jeff Neal to Neil Magny. Yeah,
2: that is hilarious. They do. That is similar.
0: Uh, Yeah. Oh, uh, Zhang versus Lamos. Uh, Lamos is I'm gonna tough. I'm let you know, though. I'm going to let you know. I think yeah. Jeff
2: Neal would have put Ian Gary in the grave. You? Yeah. Oh, good. Really? I really do. Because, I mean, for one, he hits like a brick. You know what I'm saying? And, Ian, I mean, Ian Gary's good at shifting and jabbing and moving out the way. But I think... I really think Jeff Neal would have just freaking, I mean, smacked him with something that he's never been even hit with before in his life, you know? And, and I don't know. A lot of fighters has been fighting Gary. I feel like they just turned into like sticks in the mud. I don't understand why they let him hit him so much. Why their hands are down. They know he's going to just jab and throw the two, you know? And I don't know. See, I gotta go to the UFC for that reason too. I gotta beat that guy up.
0: I know. I would love it if you got a rematch, Blade Walker. How close can you stay? This is a great question. How close can you stay to fight shape before you're at the point of diminishing returns? Mm. I'd like
2: say. This- I don't know. I mean, it's I mean, it might be different for every fighter, but I mean, it's not long. I mean, in fight shape, which means like fight ready. I mean, I'd say like. Months at a time, because the, the type of training it takes to stay at that shape is, I mean, it's hard on your body. You'll start to get injuries now because your muscles are just tired and wore down. You know what I mean? And They need a break. I guess if you do it healthily wise, where you're taking small breaks in between, like two days at a time in between to rest, I guess you could do it for six months, but it'd be hard.
0: Hey, do you have that discipline to rest, or can you just not stay out of the gym?
2: I can't stay out of the gym, but like um I my my resort to resting is I'll lift weights instead of like do the hard MMA training. You know? Okay. Like I'll I'll be like, oh bed, well, we're gonna do like some hang clings, some squats and some stuff like that. That'll be a rest for me because it's not exerting my body to the highest peak for an hour and a half.
0: Right yeah- crossfitters are like that too they're like it's a rest day and then they're out like running a five k yeah
2: like, well oh, no cr- crossfitters are insane yeah hey, how did do they you... have such low body fat that's really crazy that crossfitters can keep their body fat as low as they do
0: I'm starting to realize too that also like our our sport is like a um what you would call like it maybe all sports like this is an eating disorder sport like all like pretty much everyone like and and i say that kind of with like some drama and half joking but like like our sport at the foundation of our pyramid is nutrition and so everyone's always fucking with their nutrition whether it's to fast and everyone wants to look good so there's this weird yeah you know especially if you're competing you don't want to be out there with your fucking not everyone can pull off tyson fury
2: yeah yeah i mean no and that's what i'm saying like but see, like CrossFitters, you guys must do it to a different extent because MMA fighters, once we're out of a fight, mm-hmm. I mean, we're, we're not dietitians at all. We are slobby. Let me get a burger. I'm a fat piece of crap to eat, you know what I mean? And then we still train. But that's why, you you know, you see UFC fighters and stuff like that when they're in the gym and not, not getting ready for a fight, how, how – much bigger they look you know what I'm saying their stomach poking out of their shirt and they just like freaking Michael Chandler he gets up to 210 pounds he fights 155
0: and he's he short
2: 10 and he's short 210 pounds that's I mean you are just not caring what you ingest like Derek you Derek
0: Lewis makes uh, Derek Lewis looks like a supermodel compared to Tyson Fury boy Derek Lewis shaped up didn't he yeah, yeah.
2: he really did yeah I think he uh he looked the best he'd ever had, and not only that, I wonder if they did that so that he'd have the mobility to do something like that flying knee that he ended the fight with. That was.
0: I, I do not like Derek Lewis's celebration when he hits. Oh you know, yeah. He, I hate that shit. I hate really fucking Justin Gaethje celebration. Yeah, if I'm fucking Justin Gaethje's mom, I fucking spank him. Or if I'm Derek Lewis's wife, <laughs> I spank him. Don't like because, dude, we saw that fucking light heavyweight from Brazil who was on a terror to win fucking fight John oh, Jones, yeah. and he fucking just fell back one time, and, and he and fucking blew out his shoulder, and he's never been the same. What's that guy's yeah. name? Skywalker? Johnny Walker?
2: Johnny Walker. Yeah. yeah.
0: One General simple celebration Walker. falls on his back. Do you remember and, that? He puts yeah. his hands out and just rolled onto his back and, and fucking is never the same fighter. Me. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. it's a... Uh,
0: Fuck that.
2: I don't think... I think Justin's cage cheese is something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, that, back and off the cage? Like, you could really blow your... And Derek Lewis down. hits
0: the cage, the bottom of the cage so hard, he falls to the ground and goes like that. I'm like, dude.
2: Yeah. I know. I don't know. I like that. I like that. I like the piece. I like the (laughs) piece. I thought about doing that one time when after I fought. Like that's just. It's so I don't know. It's it's just unique thing to do. It's funny. Uh, He's a funny guy too. uh,
0: The height difference between Aljo and um, Sugar Sean, first guy that Aljo has fought with a longer reach than him in his entire career. Uh, What are your thoughts on that? Does that make a difference? I think that's going to be a, a, a massive,
2: a massive thing for for shot on O'Malley like he's gonna he's gonna touch Aljo up a lot and Aljo's gonna have to shoot from a far distance um but I mean I didn't see like the height difference didn't look crazy to me at the weigh-ins did it look crazy to you at the weigh-ins I feel like there was
0: it's a head it's a it's um it's a full head you think dude it's 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 fucking a lot dude let me see if I can click uh 5'6 versus 5'9. No, I guess I guess not. Three inches.
2: Yeah. I didn't think it looked stupid crazy, but he will have a longer reach. And, and I mean, if I was Sean O'Malley, I'd wait for the freaking run in the knee right when he goes in for a shot. I mean, if he can land a couple knees as he goes in for a shot, i feel like that'd be great. And I mean, Sean O'Malley's game might be way better than it was when he fought Peter Jan on wrestling. You know, he may be able to you know, get out of some exchanges very well himself. I mean, he did a good job not letting Peter Jan rough
0: him up. When you think of unorthodox fighters like a, a dominant Cruz, you kind of – I i put Aljo in there. His striking is bizarre.
2: His striking is bizarre and he's ridiculous. I put him in
0: there with Tony Ferguson. And, and, he's a, and he's a tornado in the first fucking two minutes of a fight.
2: He's ridiculously quick and he's ridiculously conditioned. Like yeah. – he can go at a high pace and not feel like he's gassed. And, I mean, yeah, I I
0: And I his training th- partner, I'm not usually, uh, uh, I usually don't judge a guy by his training partner, but his training partner, like, who the fuck? I mean, his training partner is going to be the champ.
2: His number two, yeah. Seriously. Yeah, I mean, that yeah. dude
0: is fucking wild.
2: He is too, yeah. And, I mean, and what is his name, Mirabig?
0: yeah Marab or something gilashly yeah. or something he's gnarly he's always got a smile on his face and he's just ready. he's like the 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 good version of um who's the one seventy one or who's always got like the skanks with him and selling like energy drinks and gambling sites um Kobe Covington Kobe Covington yeah i feel have you ever seen Marab when he poses with chicks? Uh-uh. they're like dirty toed hippie chicks there's like four or five of them they got a little extra l- Chub on him, and he's always like smart. Instead of acting hard, he's acting like he's like on LSD and shit. You never seen any of those. I've hosts? never seen. That. Oh, he's awesome, hell? dude. I love <laughs> his shit. Those chicks probably have hair under their armpits. He's oh, so they, good.
2: Yeah. Had that all foreign, all those foreign women do. They don't. They don't care about shaving their armpits. Uh, do, do
0: you do you do you think it's going to be? So you think the um, reach is going to be a huge advantage for Sean O'Malley?
2: Yeah, but I mean, still me saying that. There's a there's a one in five chance I feel like Sean wins this fight. I mean, I just like we said, Aljo has a crazy record of fighting top guys since the very beginning of his career. I mean, he's been in the spotlight for
0: oh, he got a phone I call. Mean, yeah,
2: he's uh he's been in the spotlight for ten plus years. He He's strong. He's fast. I mean, he's a devastating person. I mean, and he's, I don't know. I mean, we're going to have to see. I mean, I really don't see Sean O'Malley winning this, but maybe he comes out, shocks the world. You know who will be happy if Sean O'Malley wins? Who? Dana White. Oh, really? Dana White will be ecstatic that Sean O'Malley wins. That's, if you watch Dana White, he has just a few people in the UFC that he does that with. He has Conor McGregor. We all know that. That's his child. You know what I'm saying? He loves Conor McGregor. He likes Sean O'Malley because he likes the crazy attention-seeking wow factor of a fighter. You know? Aljo is a wrestler first. You know what I'm saying? And then he'll bang. So it's not like, oh, it's going to be super exciting fight every time he fights. Sean O'Malley tries to make it a super, exciting, a super exciting fight every time he fights. He tries to knock him out with the right hand. He points at him, you know, while he's laughing, blah, blah, blah. He's like that with Nate Diaz as well. He loves, you know, Nate Diaz. He likes show people, so he wants Sean O'Malley to have that belt. He wants that because that crowd factor will just shoot through the roof. And there's so many more people that like Sean O'Malley than that like Aljo. I, mean,
0: I feel like Aljo's stock has gone way up since he beat Peter Yawn the second time, and since um, uh, since he, he put down Cejudo.
2: I will say, I will say, yeah, I feel like that, but I still feel like it's not. It's not where Sean O'Malley's is. He lost a lot of... Aljo lost a lot of credit after that first
0: <laughs> performance. Peter, with, with Peter, Peter, Peter on.
2: Yeah. The fake crying and then literally 45 minutes later you're on ESPN like, yeah, I'm the champ, baby. You know? Talking about, but you were just crying in the ring like, I don't want to win this way. I'm the champ. Let's go. I mean, it, it took a lot of people. It was a cringe factor for a lot of people. So I feel like His stock has gone down, and Dana White knows that. And, I mean, Sean O'Malley is, like, that's what the kids want to see. You know, people from age 17. I hear it in my barbershop all the time. People from, say, age 17 to 22, that's all they talk about. Oh, yeah, well, the best fighter in the UFC, Sean O'Malley. Oh, shit. Because they can relate to him. He has rainbow hair. He smokes weed. He's tatted up. They're like, this is this is our freaking idol. Like oh, you're
0: breaking listen. my heart. You're breaking
2: my it, heart. I'm telling you, that's how it is, and I hear it every day in the barbershop.
0: I want Aljo. I, I think, I hope, I hope Aljo just fucking ragdolls him. I hope he. I did rag- hear Sean O'Malley say he's like, "Hey, our entire game plan is to not let this guy grab me."
2: Yeah, but how much longer? How?
0: how I think longer- that's true. Would he really say that if it's true?
2: But how long can you keep somebody away if – as athletic as Aljo? You can't. You can't. There's no, there's no way he's not going to just grab him once. There's no way. There's no way. There's no he, – he knew that game plan for Peter Jan, but he didn't. I mean, Peter Yan still got a hold of him, ragdolled him, cracked him in the mouth. And Peter Yan's it's safe to say Peter Yan's not as athletic as Aljo.
0: Uh, but no P- Peter Jan and Cejudo – I think Peter Jan beat um, Sh- Sh- Sugar Sean when they fought. I I I, I can't really give I- that fight. I
2: agree. Yeah, I agree. I, so.
0: I just can't see anyone stopping besides Volkanovski. I can't see anyone stopping Aljo. I you know who else I'd like to see Aljo? Could Aljo fight? Um, I'd love to see Aljo fight. Um, who's the Hawaiian dude? Who, who who
3: uh,
0: fought Connor? Uh, went the distance the guy he was the best in his weight class at 145 of all time fuck what's his name Hawaiian Volkanovsky beat him two or three times went the distance oh Max Holloway Holloway I'd like to see Holloway and Aljo go oh I think
2: uh, that'd be dope but I think Max Holloway touches him up really yeah only reason because that's that's a real size difference. Like I think Max Holloway is like five eleven, maybe almost six foot,
0: and the and Max has the, great def, uh, takedown defense, but also Aljo. I'm t- I just don't think I think Aljo might be the best wrestler in the UFC right now. No one can get away yeah, from I mean, him once he grabs. Besides, you, it's fucked.
2: Besides, uh, who's Bo? the who's the one? Uh, oh yeah, Bo. But no, I was saying who's the. Khabib's guy.
0: Oh, Islam.
2: Yeah, maybe besides him. I mean, uh, actually, no. I'm sorry. I put it all. Ch- Kazma Chimaev is the best wrestler in the UFC.
0: Really? Just it really is like that.
2: I mean, he's just. Yeah, I mean, he's just like that, dude. He's the. I mean, he can. Get, he, he grabs a hold of people. It's hard for them to get off. The only person I've ever seen get Kazma off is Gilbert Burns. Oh. And I think that's all, And I think only reason that Gilbert Burns got up from those takedowns is because Kazamot wanted to show people that he could bang, and Gilbert Burns was the one to do it with. And so he would, I don't think he tried to hold on to those shots as much as he did. I mean, look how he did Kevin Holland. I didn't even know Kevin Holland was that high of a belt in jiu jitsu. I think he's like a brown or black belt. And he did Kevin Holland some vicious and just. 38 seconds, you know? said like, that was crazy. It was crazy, dude.
0: There was this, um there was this, so let, let, let me ask you just to pick one, and then I'll ask you one more question. Uh, Aljamain Sterling, uh, Sean O'Malley, who's your pick?
2: Aljo, I gotta go Aljo.
0: And the longer the fight goes, do you still go with Aljo?
2: I go with Aljo even more. Yeah, okay. The longer the fight goes, like, I don't think Sean O'Malley has a tank for five rounds at all.
0: Okay. This guy that fucking beat Kamaru Usman twice, uh, um, Leon. Um, Leon and Edwards. Leon Edwards. So he beat Kamaru, and then there were, the commentators like the Bisbings and shit were like, hey, when someone becomes champion, they become three times the fighter. We're not sure how it happens, but they actually do. And I'm like... I don't know, if that, can that be true? Leon Edwards actually is now, like, I cannot believe how good he got for the second fight.
2: For the second fight. He was, like, he
0: was on a whole nother level. He just skyrocketed, like, he looks like a champ now. He went from yeah. a guy, you're like, hey, dude, you're lucky you won, to, like, oh, shit, you're the real deal.
2: Here's the thing about that. One, like, when you, after you fight somebody, you kind of know, like, okay, this is what I have to look out for. You know, especially when you go five rounds with them and, you know, they've already beat the dog crap out of you. Yeah. You kind of know what to look out for. And for two, he knew that Kamar Usman w- didn't want to strike. He knew that. He's like, he wants to wrestle me. So his camp got to be shortened up to just being defend every shot that you can. Let's get every strong, fast, explosive wrestler in here and defend every shot you can.
0: You Look know, at this guy's fucking record, dude. I mean, yeah, he's I don't think he lost to really, he lost to Kamaru Usman in 2015. And never did it again. And then went on a terror and beat one, two, three. He'd been Vincent Luque, Brian Babarina. Uh one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, uh, twelve fight fucking win streak. And you know who I mean, could have Kam- You know who, who could have
2: stopped that terror? Who? Nate Diaz oh so close bro I wanted him and like instead of pointing and laughing and flipping him (laughs) off like just go finish this dude and get your name back in good graces Nate don't let him just and it was just so close but yeah Leon Edwards is a an extreme athlete I mean that loss did something to him in the gym you know he I mean he bit the bullet and was I'm 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 excited to see him go versus Kobe Covington how do you think that's gonna go
0: i'm crazy excited about that too um i don't know how many i don't i keep waiting for colby like us to see the effects of all these gnarly fights colby's had i think the i colby is to me is like the robert whitaker of his weight class if it wasn't for kamaru uzman colby would be would have been the oh, champ yeah. for, you know what i mean he would he, yeah. see him as the champ for but kamaru was just on another level um yeah, I don't know. I keep waiting to see Colby walk in and be like, "Ooh, that last fight fucked him up." I mean, he wars. Yeah. He and, wars. And, and I, I've started to not be as impressed. I, I know I'm going to get hate for this, but with the, I love Max Holloway and I love Colby Covington, but uh, and I love Manny Pacquiao. But there's this style that they have that starts to become a numbers game instead of a hit the guy hard game. That I yeah. start to that I've started as a fighter not.
2: They like they don't they don't they don't put any emphasis on all their punches. They just tap 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 tap. Especially Kobe in because he's only looking for the shot anyway. He's only looking for oh can I take this guy down and hold him down for this whole round and then I won that round. Let's go back and get the next one.
0: Yeah, I like um, a Darian Weeks kind of guy. Like I'm gonna get know. in there like a tornado, like a tornado, and I'm gonna lay an uppercut on you and you're going Period. to sleepy time.
2: Period. And and what's crazy is Max Holloway. I feel like he could do that, but I think there's power
0: somewhere in him. Like he has a power. I definitely
2: do because I mean, not. And I'm not saying this to be you know disrespectful or funny, but like look at the size of his head. When a guy has a head that big, mm-hmm. it means his bone structure is heavy, mm-hmm. guaranteed. And when your bones are heavy, you can you can lay into somebody. I mean, really lay into somebody. And I feel like. Max Holloway has that power, but I think you're right. He does does more like, oh, all I have to do is touch him. But this is the difference, and this is why I think Max Holloway doesn't use his power, is because he doesn't spar. He says that, you know? He doesn't spar at all. He At all. You know, shadow boxes, hits mitts. You're not going to generate power if you don't know how hard to hit another human being's skull in, you know what I mean? And it's just, it would bring, it would, I think it would bring a different I understand why he doesn't spar because he doesn't want the brain damage him, but I think it would bring a different style to his game if he actually sparred
0: top athletes dude good to have you back on i'll, I'll be i'll be te- I'll be texting you all week uh my if you're around also uh my kids' uh jitsu and striking coaches fighting in the l f a this weekend in Santa Cruz California she has a fight um oh i've
2: seen her is- okay i've seen the the woman fight that they had
0: on the. Uh, mechanic McKenna- Mitchell yeah this week in Santa Cruz so check it out yeah and your
2: kids have been doing crazy gnarly things lately
0: I've yeah, seen I'm your stoked. posts
2: and I'm like man these are <laughs> the most athletic kids ever too uh, bad they're only going to be five two.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you think they're going to be that tall
2: <laughs> maybe not dude maybe not But
0: alright brother thank pleasure. you so much I look forward to uh, talking to you again
2: Thank you, thank you for having me on. It's always a pleasure.
0: And, and, and when is your fight? September what?
2: September twenty second.
0: All right, let's stay in touch. Uh, uh, m- m- maybe the week before, have you come on and pick your brain and and and, and talk about how you're going to dismantle this dude? Let's do that. I would love that. Okay, thanks, dude. All right, appreciate you. Ciao. I'm lucky. I know Darian. You know there's people like that you're like, "Oh, I'm just, I'm lucky I know that guy." That's cool. Like I'm proud. I'm I'm proud to know him. That's that's what I mean. I'm proud to know him. Like, yeah, I know that dude. I know Darian Weeks. What a good dude. Hey, it it, it can't be easy to be 5 and 0, go to the UFC, have 3 fights, lose them all, all close fights and and keep your shit together. Um Yeah, that that shit can't be easy. Uh, Paper Street Coffee, uh, Swolverine, uh, Sleep 8, 8 Sleep, 8 Sleep, Sleep 8, 8 Sleep. Hey, that relationship I have with BirthFit when that guy called in to the show today, they're an incredible resource. And by the way, you don't have to be... um, You can want to do all the stuff that society's telling you to do. You can be of the mindset that having a baby is a medical condition and you need doctor's help and you can feed with baby formula and you can get all the drugs injected into your kids. F- follow the the guidelines. Go, go ahead. You can, and, and they're still an insanely valuable resource for you. I just happened to not be like that. Thank God for my wife educated me. I was like that, you know, while my wife was pregnant with the first kid, but then, you know, as you do a little research, you start to learn stuff. It's like like being a little kid. When you're a little kid, you want a three-story or a five-story house. Then you're an adult, and you're like, that's fucking stupid. I want a ranch-style house. Fuck stairs. I want a big, sprawling estate. You just get smart. Things aren't just a novelty anymore. You don't believe everything. Don't forget this, either. I've told you guys about this meme that I've seen. If we sent kids to school at six months old before they could walk, we're one generation away from everyone believing that if you didn't send your kids to school, they would never learn how to walk. That is an amazing illustration of how uh, brainwashed we are. Adam, I do think that uh, um, this is my default position, though, on everyone. You know, I keep beating the horse at hopper was too heavy i think losing weight's always the way so i have a crazy bias and i know it's not even close to being right but here we go you think darian should have been fighting in a lower weight class the last guy Darian fought in the ufc was huge compared to him i mean the thing is i i think he fought at 171 but now he's gone up to 185 and i can't stand that i can't stand the thought of someone 185 pounds hitting my friend darian but but he, he still looks great at 185 too his body still looks beautiful so i don't know I'm, I'm oh, can you hear the phone clicking? You hear that? I just stopped it. I have to disconnect it. I don't know why that happens, so now, if someone calls, I'd have to reconnect the phone again okay uh, I wanna play this for you. This is uh this guy's been on the show a handful of times. I don't know how many times, but this is this is hilarious. This is actually going to freak some people out. This is a Devin Both these guys have been on the show. This is a Devin Lorette. Top five, top three, greatest arm wrestler who ever lived. He's on the left-hand side wearing those funky glasses. And on the right is the arm wrestling whisperer. Do you remember when we had him on? And he was arm wrestling those girls, and it was all crazy, like, sexual and shit. Us projecting, of course. See, that's projection. You guys remember that guy? He was on. He wore the sunglasses during the entire interview, and then De- and then uh, Devin's been on a bunch of times. Devin's the big dude. He was uh, JTF two. He was a um, operator in uh, in the Canadian Special Forces. Here we go. So so this is an arm wrestling practice. And Devin's taking the piss out of the arm wrestling whisper, And this is some pretty funny shit. This, this is gonna make some of you uncomfortable. Trish, everything is projection. Oh. I don't know if I I don't know if I knew that. Okay, here we go.
4: That's it. Come in there and match me. That's it. Yeah, grab higher up on my hand. That's it, That's you grab higher still. That's it, bring your elbow close to you, inside. Put your elbow inside your body, inside your body. That's it, and don't be afraid, you can go a little bit. That's it, there we go, that's it. Release that, fight me, that's it, that's, it. that's what you're here for. Fight it. Beat, it, beat it, beat it, beat it up. That's it, that's it, don't give up now, don't give up. I'm gonna go a little bit, okay? You ready? Go. That's a lot, that's a lot to take. Okay? (laughs) Finish it. That's not here. I'm not here to finish you. There's only one thing. I'm here for you. When you're finished, I'll be finished too. That's it. That's it. Have you had enough? Some people like to be hurt. Pin me. Are you sure? Pin me. Just be careful now. I'm gonna finish. Ready? Ah, Thank you. Thank you. Two weeks in the ice. Right?
0: Gonna go a little bit. Oh my God! (laughs) These guys. Uh, Stephen Flores, it sounds, uh, like two, two, uh, like two dudes jerking each other off. What do you mean sounds like Zach? That's Hiller and Seve and Madison. Eric wise. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh my goodness. (laughs) I saw this and I immediately, uh, sent a text to Devin saying, God, dude, I love you. You are so fucking funny. You got to you got to beat it up a little bit. I'm going to I'm going to beat it up a little bit. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna beat it up a little bit. God, that's good. This is a this is a man show. This is a show for men and and Judy and Elise, yeah, and Trish. Here we go just made the news today. I don't know if you guys saw this. Playboy just launched a new
5: online magazine, and I gotta tell you, it's very, very woke. I checked it out. Uh, for example, Miss July's measurements are 36, 24, 36,
0: and 6. <laughs> God, I, I did not even get this joke. I'm gonna play it again. <laughs> I'm going to play it again before he tells you what it is, because I know a bunch of you didn't get it either. Don't act like you did, either. So good, though. Ready? Here we go.
5: ...made the news today. I don't know if you guys saw this. Playboy just launched a new online magazine, and I got to tell you, it's very, very woke. I checked it out. Uh, For example, Miss July's measurements are 36, 24, 36, and (laughs)
0: 6. Fuck you, Blade. You didn't get that the first time either. There's no way. There's no... Oh, fuck off, Travis. There's no fucking way you guys got that. Seriously?
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, I would love to be friends with this guy. I would love... Steve Flores, she has a dick. Thank you. To NWA song. Easy e sings that line. Put my... What, uh, Put my hands in her pants, and the bitch had a dick. You remember that? <sighs> Easy E. Rest in peace. Yeah, this this guy's great. It's his dick! <laughs> Holy shit, she didn't get it.
5: She's right in front. It's his dick!
0: The six is his dick. God, that guy's so good. The suit, the whole shtick. Huh. He's um he's Asian and he's got like this whole like Desi Arnaz like 1950s is that the guy's name Lucille Ball's husband? So good. Really, you too, Chester. Dougle Fuck that last name. Chester Delugolecki Delugolecki. Yeah, Dangerfield's great. God, I love Dangerfield. That was that was my, like, hero as a kid, little kid. Can you believe that? It's fucking 12 years old or 10 years old and couldn't get enough of... It explains a lot about me, I think. Could not get enough of uh, Rodney Dangerfield. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, here we go. This one's titled "I Don't Mourn George Floyd's Death," which I don't at all. Did you get? Did you guys see the guy's face on uh, Rolling Stone guy's face? When I was like, "Yeah, I don't give a fuck that George Floyd's dead. I'm kind of happy that a dude who does meth and speed and drives around drunk in his car is is not on planet Earth." He didn't. The Rolling Stone guy did not like that. I don't like it. I don't like it that I'm so callous. But I'm, I'm a I'm a I'm a one. I am a one. the word? What is it like if abortion was like your only thing that you cared about, or civil rights? Or civil rights is too broad. I'm a one, not a one trick pony. I'm a one. I'm a one issue guy, kids, kids, kids. I'm a one issue guy, kids. Yeah, I'm a one issue guy. That's what it's. I'm a one issue guy, and and so I like I don't I don't um like fuck you. Like I I can't have people like George Floyd driving around in cars. That's it. Okay, here we go
6: if you're gay. I don't care if you're Christian. I don't care if you're a Jew. I don't care about anything. I care about, are you a good person? We have all these groups. What is the pride? I don't even understand it. Let us say you're black. You have black pride, but you didn't do anything. You were born black. You have white pride. Of course, you have white pride. You're considered evil. And you, let's say you're gay. What is the pride? The whole point of gay liberation was a person doesn't really have a choice. I understand that. How could you have pride in some you didn't choose. I'm tall. I'm six foot four. Do I have tall pride? No. I did nothing to earn it. That—that's my genetic makeup. Hey, is to be tall.
0: Logic is a trip. Logic is a trip, right? Logic is such a trip. How could you be proud of something that you didn't choose? Logic is such a trip. I love it.
6: I'm not proud of it. The real meaning of all of this is that the society must celebrate lesbians' gays, bisexuals and transgendered and queer, etc. Not just tolerate, that's the liberal idea. The left-wing idea is you must celebrate. I don't celebrate men who transition to women or women who transition to men. I accept the fact that they wish to do so. I understand that. I don't want a Jewish pride month. I don't want a black pride month. I don't want a a Hispanic uh, pride month. As I said, the only division that matters is the character division. Are you decent or indecent? I don't care,
0: man. Dennis Prager's contribution to humanity is pretty. He's getting pretty. uh It's good. I like it. It's um. Yeah. Seven pauses so long. I think my phone glitched. I know. I've become too comfortable with this show and you guys. Sometimes I catch myself like I'm just back here texting and like just hanging out, and I'm like, oh fuck, I'm supposed to be doing this show. Dance, dance, monkey, dance. And I'm not. I'm just like. Uh, what number was that? Oh, I erased it. Oh, I don't I don't want George. Uh oh, was that that one? I can't remember. Uh okay. Um let's see what this is. I think this one might be funny. Oh, I played this one already. Vivek Gramaswamy. Are you guys getting on board with him? You guys liking him? Vivek Grama have our first uh Oh, this one's fun. Do you guys see this? Did I play this already? The uh you guys know about Sturgis, it's a big Harley Davidson rally, motorcycle rally, maybe not Harley Davidson motorcycle rally that happens in one of the Dakotas every year. All these dudes ride up there with their motorcycles and their chicks on the back or chicks with chicks on the back. Well, guess who has a booth there? Bud Light. Let's see how busy it is.
4: Here we are. Sturgis Bud Light tent midweek. Any improvement? That's what we hope. Bolts of Honor is here. The Bud Light tent. We're hoping business picks up a little bit. But, guys, midweek. Oh, my goodness.
0: Wait. Sturgis isn't in Kentucky. It's in the Daco- one of the Dakotas, isn't it? Sturgis isn't in Kentucky. What are you talking about? That's not true, is it? Sturgis... South Dakota. Anyway, back to let's look at the Bud Light booth instead Sturgis.
4: Wow, you guys, are are we seeing any object in business here?
0: Look, that guy. That guy works at the Bud Light Bud Light booth. Look how he posed. How he just. Put his, that's a crazy pose that he poses for as this guy comes by with the camera. A little bit, okay,
4: okay, all right. Let's see. Hey, let's keep it positive, right? Let's keep it positive. Maybe by the end of the week. Thank you for being here. Thank you for doing what you're doing. We appreciate the hard hardworking employees. We covered this early on in the week, guys. Take a look. Sturgis is absolutely jam-packed. The Harley tent is packed. The BMW tent is packed. But Budweiser. Having a tough go. Having a tough go. There must be a whole lot of beer left over in there. I don't know what to say. But, uh, might be too soon.
0: I don't think Bud Light ever recovers. I think they're toast. Uh, clock no he can't be trusted he's been too close to the globalist and he says exactly what the anti-establishment trump base wants to hear more so than ever even trump himself i don't understand i don't think he's been too close to the globalist uh did you hear his um response he's asked to be taken off that wef list many times and they won't take him off and he says he has no affiliation with them and uh i i don't the, the whole trump thing it's like I, I don't know i would need i, I know it's just a chat and, uh, Podcast, but I need more details. I I I, I disagree. I'm, I, I like him. I'm on the bandwagon until until otherwise. Thank you, Stephen Flores. Thank you. Uh, Bud Light is trash beer anyway. I know, but that's why you drink it, right? Because like, it is trash beer. Ken Walters, uh, South Dakota is just outside Rapid City. Uh, been there six times. It's unreal. I think you mean Sturgis, Sturgis, South Dakota. Um. Oh, this one's good. This one, I think this one's good. Oh, darn it. I played I, I started a whole new list and I still have old old links on here and shit. Who's on the show tomorrow, by the way? Uh, Sousa's traveling today. I always realize how much I need him when he's traveling. Oh, tomorrow's just a live calling show. Oh, you know who's on tonight? Daniel Brandon. Yeah, I said it. Daniel Brandon and uh Ben Smith. Jack Daly Madalena is fighting Kevin Holland when? Really? Should I check? Te- I'll text Jack and try to get him on. He's harder to get on than Daniel Brandon. Oh, here's a good one. Just to look at. This is just a still photo. Uh, it says, um, "Lobbying to save the Olympics." What a great photo! Just a jack dude in his helmet. What a weird sport. Is that really his? Yeah. Do they do they not wear cups? Like, what is going on there? Look at the guy behind him looking at his ass, like the Joe Rogan looking dude with the black hat on. Hey, uh which helmet? Yeah, good 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 point. I think that top thing's called an earpiece, but I could be wrong. The lower helmet. Hey, are they really gonna take wrestling out of the Olympics? Is that, that can't be true. That that seems like sacrilege. Like it it, it seems like it's It is the Olympics. It's like the Andrew Jackson. What's this? Number eight. Oh, oh, this is good. Here we go. I had this guy on the show, remember? The classic learner.
3: Here we go you call the president who punched a man in the face during his inauguration, who challenged and killed a man in a duel for insulting his wife, the last president to successfully take on the banks of the United States, balanced the budget and completely paid off all of America's debts, who not only survived an assassination attempt in 1835, but proceeded to beat his would-be assassin with a cane? Did I mention he took on the banks? A general that became an American hero at the Battle of New Orleans, all after being captured by the British as a boy during the American Revolution and beaten for refusing to comply. Some call him President Andrew Jackson, but those who really know him call him Old Hickory. Teach your kids real history, homeschools connected, and Cubs to
5: Bears
0: books. This guy rips off another guy? Who? The Tuttle Twins or something? I don't know. Hey, you know what? I'm, I'm okay with that. Rip him off. Yeah, keep spreading the good word. Clock, Andrew Jackson, the original uh, American badass. Hey, Clock, Did you re- is there a biography you'd recommend? Andrew Jackson biography? I'm okay with plagiarizing. I am, for the most part. I know someone's going to be like, what about blah, blah, blah? Uh oh, here we go. Uh Caroline Mortis. Uh I rode a road that goes around Nashville is called Old Hickory. Oh, in, in name of him, you think? In honor of him? He also ran the Seminoles out of Florida on the Trail of Tears. Are those uh those were uh Native Americans? He had some Native American killing. There was a question in here about Brian Friend. I, I can't I, uh Sorry, I missed it. But um, I don't remember the exact question. But I was watching that Rich Froning podcast too. What it sounds like is, is that during the CrossFit Games, Brian was going on their podcast. And that Rich was smitten with him. And then, then I was watching this other uh, Rich podcast the other day before he came on. I watched the, his kind of recap of the games with Angelo and Rory. They're fun to look at. All three of those guys are fun to look at. I hope someone enjoys looking at me. I like Angelo's mustache. I like Rory's hair. I just I love love everything about Rich. And um in there he says when the game season starts again, we're gonna have Brian on regularly, hopefully. I immediately text Brian, I was like, holy shit. These guys are gonna have you on regularly. And then I got in trouble because I wrote that's so 2022 to want Brian on, and I got in trouble. Like that wasn't that that didn't go over well as a funny joke. And then yesterday, we got, we got a surprise Brian visit on the show, which was awesome. Love having Brian on. Fucking easy, easy hour, so easy. You guys may, uh, you guys know, I've told the story a thousand times. Uh, The New York Times put out an article a long time ago that basically ended up, was one of the catalysts for getting me whacked from CrossFit. And it was basically trying to paint me as, oh, before I go there, I want to tell you something. I want to tell you something. I want to teach you guys about... uh, How to? If you you want me to hate you, I'll tell you how. How to make it so that I just never want to talk to you or be your friend. Caller, hi. Yo, what up, Savvy? Hey, what's up, dude? What's going on? I was just going to uh, tell a story about people who, like, there's people who will uh, talk to me, like, for 15 or 20 or 30 minutes and then be like, I just want you to know that, like, I can't really have anyone know that we're friends. (laughs) It's like, motherfucker, you all... I have quite a few people like that. You all but just suck my dick off for fucking fifteen to thirty minutes, and now you can't publicly be my friend. At least four people who work at fucking HQ told me at the fucking games that they really can't. No, no one can really know that they're my friends. I um. was like, uh, like, hey, like, this is gonna sound so fucked up, but you're dead to me. Like, I like I don't need yeah. anyone like you. Like. Just keep that to yourself. Even if it's true, I don't want to know. I don't need to know that. I don't need to know that. That's your shit. Work through it. I don't need to know. Like all I think at that point is you're a fucking coward of the highest order. And you know what? I'm 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 honest and like maybe you have to. Keep, maybe you're. Maybe it is so scary to be my friend and you think you're going to lose your job and then you're not going to be able to feed your kids. Okay, I get it. I, I I'm, not, I'm not hating on you for that, but don't tell me. Don't tell me. Right on. Like 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 that like out. that like that's on that's on you. That's on you. Someone someone the other day sent me a fucking text, and it says, hey, I can't believe that... Starts telling me, this guy is really creepy. Um, he's even more creepy than you. And I'm like... <laughs> like, what? Like what have I ever hear, done? Well, hear I'm hear thinking to uh... myself, what have I ever done that's creepy? And then I'm like, hey, like, fuck you. Like, it's so funny when people think they're trying to say something nice to me, but it just, they, it, it's all fucked up. Like, oh, you're doing me a favor and talking to me because you're putting your job on the line. Oh, thank you. Oh, you think I'm less creepy than that person? Oh, thanks. Fuck off. I love you. <laughs> God damn.
5: It like that one time uh, Sporty Best slow down your voice. No, that was creepy as fuck, though. Did, did she
0: slow it down or speed it up?
5: Uh, either or it just yeah. sounded pretty perverted. I think
0: like, she's, I think she sped out. it up and made and like changed it to and made me sound a little weasley.
5: Yeah. Little yeah, weasley. you did sound like a like a chump.
0: Yeah, like pee like, like, like Pee Wee Herman on estrogen.
5: <laughs> For real, yeah. Nah I just wanted to give a shout out, man. You guys are a badass crew. I uh, that Brian Friend dude, Andrew Hiller, fucking Caleb, Matt Souza. It uh, was like that. Uh, during the week of the games, I was kind of jealous. Like, fuck! I wish I could be at the games with all the fucking sevenistas and fucking kicking it, you know.
0: Hey, let me tell you a little. Let me guess. Let me guess some things about you by your uh, tone of your voice. What you got? You own one of those things that you lay on that you can roll underneath a car.
5: Um. Uh, I wish I had I don't have that type of money But yeah oh. I, I think I know what you're talking about You
0: know what I'm talking about Like those things that like Mechanics have <laughs> Like you own one of those I don't have that
5: type of money Oh I, I go to Harbor and pray To probably purchase one of those And I, I'd be balling by then
0: You have an oil stain In your driveway
5: I actually do I actually do <laughs> Not in the driveway I, I parked the car out By the asphalt one
0: Okay good
5: yeah, but when uh, when uh, my you have family a, members come by and they park in that driveway and they stay in there,
0: I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah he def- off he off. definitely owns a he definitely own, he owned a lowrider. Vindicate this is a classy man. This guy owned a lowrider, <laughs> but when he had kids, he sold it. because Guarante- <laughs> he's mature and uh, he knows.
5: Lowrider, I, I had a lowrider bike.
0: Yeah, that one? Yeah. Hey, I'd still oh, I'd oh, still oh, get oh, one of those. Those are the kind of bikes you get, and you want it so bad, and you buy one, and you start tinkering with it and fix it, and every time you ride it, you ride it, you hate it. It's like work.
5: Yeah. Yeah, you got to keep that polished up. Keep it all fucking clean and shiny. But, man, eh,
0: yeah, I grew out of that one,
5: probably like towards 18, something like that. Where do you live? Colorado. Make oh. it uh, Severance, Colorado.
0: Wow, I wouldn't have guessed that. Right. Did you go there for uh, a woman? Omar. Oh, 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 Omar! Hey, what's up, dude? Hey, um, Cornejo. O- Omar Cornejo. Ah, oh, fuck!
5: that's that's where you that's where you bend me over all the time. It's, uh <laughs> Cornejo,
0: you got to roll the R right there. Cornejo. Hey, um, how did you end up in uh, Colorado chasing a girl or uh, el trabajo? Uh,
5: my father brought me out here. Oh, interesting. three
0: years old. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. Been here forever, thirty years. Wow. Living life, it's good. All oil right. field life, oil field money.
0: Oh, that's fun.
5: Yeah.
0: Hey, will it get better if uh if this guy leaves office and we get someone who loves oil?
5: I don't know. Fuck. As long as I'm getting paid, I don't know what's gonna happen. Is that's it really fine. gonna affect me or no?
0: Okay, well good. Sounds like uh sounds <laughs> like you're doing good.
5: Um automation, bro. If, uh oil field hits the sh- the fucking shit fan, I guess uh We'll go automated solar green energy. Your buddy,
0: Mister Mister Green Energy. Yes,
5: yes. Or what's that? What's that chick? Greta Greta whatever. Yeah. She wants to do that. Bumbleberg. Greta Bumbleberg. Climate control. Yeah. Bumblebee. Oh, uh, no, yeah. I just thought I'd fucking call in before. Uh, I haven't even had a chance to look at the live chat. Are they running me over yet, or what?
0: No, they're just making all sorts of cholo comments and shit. They're like. Oh, a cholo Everyone likes yeah, you. Yeah. Everyone's just yeah. Everyone's just having fun with your accent, and uh, that's it. No one said hang up on him yet. I can't even believe it. I'm
5: surprised, dude. I'm fucking surprised.
0: Hey, uh, no, yeah. th- look at oh, here's no, one. This guy. Up. This guy has a street cart with bacon wrapped hot dogs. Wow. <laughs> we
5: got a Longmont for that one. Uh, someone Longmont, in his, Colorado.
0: Someone in his family sells tamales by Walmart.
5: Ooh. Nah, they don't cook that good enough. I got peeps in uh, Juarez. They do that.
0: Uh, he has a fitted flat brim baseball cap. That's spot on.
5: Oh, dude, I just got one this week. It says, uh, <laughs> Dad, Dad in the streets, daddy in the sheets. Really? Yeah. It was pretty awkward, man. Some coworker gave it to me. I was like, well, oh, that's out of the nowhere. But whatever. I'll, I'll sport it. I'm actually wearing it right now.
0: My oh, God, I love it. Well, hey, Omar, thanks for calling in. Good to hear your voice, buddy. Uh, finally good to call in. Thanks. Be a long-time follower. Thanks, dude. I appreciate your support. I love seeing the comments.
5: No worries, man. I'll catch you later. Have a good one.
0: Okay, ciao. Bye. Omar. Corne- Cornejo. 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 John Clark. Oh, 364 days until your birthday. Wow, Zach, triple X plaid button down. Wow. Chris, Chris Beasterfield wants to play a little Jeopardy. What body part isn't tattooed? That's good. Audrey, Audrey, you love everyone. I like Omar. I like Omar. Remember that character, Omar, the black dude on um, the gay black dude on a. Uh, What's the name of that show? another character named Stringer Bell or Stinger Bell? God, what was that show? The Wire. God, that show was good. That's sad. That dude died. Omar died. A slop, Slop. Since the games, my wife has been listening to more live shows than I do. Just popping in to say hi, honey. Oh, that's cool. Uh... I think, uh, Trish, I think this stupid podcast was pushed in Hispanic communities. That's why it was pushed to me. Oh. Trish the Hispanic. Brandon Waddell. Uh, Brandon's house got fucking tossed up. Beat up. I have a crazy booger. As soon as I get off the air, I'm going to pick it out. It's crazy. I feel it in there, a dry one. Brandon Waddell. Seven, we got power back to our home gym finally. That's cool. We can use the gym now instead of doing track workouts. Track workouts. Come on, dude. i seen you lift. You snatched a 135-pound barbell with one hand. You can't even walk around a track. The fuck are you talking about track workouts? Jake Chapman. Good news, Sevy. I have not fallen on a dildo or had a heart attack today. That's awesome. Oh, shit. Clive McLaughlin, Sevi, you checked your DMs this morning. I sent over the final shot from your photo shoot with Danny. I just can't. I uh, yeah, I'll look at it. I was just started thinking about people who give their kids drugs. I just don't understand. I I, I do understand it because I because I, I was all for it too. I just don't understand how like you still do it. Oh, Clive, here we go. Oh, that's good. Wow. That's good. Buddy carry. Buddy. Let me, I'll see if I can pull that up. Hold on. I think it's on. It, it looked like it's actually on your Instagram. Clive. Oh, man. This is good. Holy shit. You're white, dude. Wow. You're like Weird Al Yankovic, white dude. Look at you. There's this filmmaker. God, you have a fucking great family too. You have twins. Are those twins? Um. You um. You look like this filmmaker uh, Mike Koslop, for uh that I used to work with. Okay, here we go. Here's the thing here's all I have to say about Danny Spiegel. She has an. Un- Insane body. She works incredibly hard. Um, she has a shit ton of followers. Um, she's really good at CrossFit. H- how much money would it take for her to do a photo shoot with me to donate it to Maui? Oh God, that would be awesome. There'd be here's, an the thing. here's all I have to say about you. Where um, I, I put my head between her legs, and like for every like thousand dollars we make like she squeezes her thighs a little tighter and so the longer i can hold on the more money we make so like if i can hold on and then like at a hundred thousand dollars my fucking head would explode and i'd die but i would die like a martyr you guys aren't gonna like this part i would die like jesus oh my god he let his head get smashed between danny spiegel's legs and a hundred thousand dollars went to maui the thing is, is I'd do it, but she wouldn't do it, I don't think. Because I I, I actually have a commitment and authenticity to me. Because, or maybe not to me. I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly, Zach. That's what I'm going for, like the watermelon crush chick. Yeah, exactly. uh Jessica Valenzuela Valenzuela I guess that's a way to go might as well make it worth it yeah 100 grand Danny could be like I killed him I did not like him and I killed him he he talked about my body he told me my shirt was too small His buddy Andrew Hiller uh is uh I don't know what he is but I just he's fun not to like too But I but I, but I make money off of all of it and uh yeah so I just uh Savon said he put his face uh, in between my legs, and, uh, you know, we got into a little bit of an argument. Uh, he wanted his nose facing my vagina, and I wanted uh, his nose facing towards my feet. And But once we compromised on it, and he just had his nose facing up towards the sky, I crushed his head and uh, raised $100,000 for Maui. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the last thing he smelt was uh, my boyfriend's semen. Uh, coming out of my vagina as I squashed his head. Too far, too far, too far. I almost said someone's name too. I didn't. I was gonna say, "Smell Alex Smith semen." Here it comes. Uh, I, I shouldn't. Ben, his brother's coming on the show today. I like Alex. I talked to Alex a little bit at the CrossFit Games. Just a bit. Just, just. I'm just freestyling. Ra- some rappers freestyle. I was telling a uh, freestyle. Uh, um, too far, too fast. Sorry. It's not a kid show. <laughs> Jake Chapman, for fuck's sake, now I'm hard. It happens. Doctor, I can't get hard except for when someone tells stories about having his head crushed between Danny Spiegel's legs and her boyfriend's semen coming out of his blah, blah, blah. It just also doesn't matter. Just a D-bag. I do. I did want to... Uh... What is... Oh, the New York Times. So the New York Times does a, um article on the docs, and it's so funny because the guy was given... First of all, the guy has emailed me before, uh, years ago, and the guy does have my email and does have my phone number, and... Oh that's so interesting. I just searched for this Sevon Rinsta and I can't find it. How can that be? Oh, there it is. So, this guy this guy um what's his name? Calum? Callum? Shit, I don't have his name in here. Marcus Callum or something. He writes this article. They make CrossFit documentaries. CrossFitters can't get enough. And I write this statement: Do any of these films exist if it wasn't for my leadership and direction? And uh, I got some calls from people being like, "Hey, that's kind of arrogant of you." And I'm like, "I don't think it is, but if it is, I'm I'm okay with that too. It's it's just like stating a fact. I have a 10 inch cock. Uh, my office is pretty dope. I'm um, I do a podcast every morning, and I don't know if these docs would exist if it wasn't for me. I it's total it's it, I don't know. This, I think it's empirical. I think it's logic. Uh, do any of these films exist if it wasn't for my leadership and direction, and yet the New York Times doesn't even try to reach out to me? Worthless story, misleading at best, just like the last article they wrote that lied about me. They never tried to contact me for that one either. And and, I, and they were told to contact me, and they have my phone number, and they have my email address. And if someone does say it's arrogant or uh, braggart of me, I'm fine with that too, then fine. Uh, let, it, let me be arrogant and bragging. I'm totally authentic and... In my not totally, I'm I'm pretty authentic in my embracing of my massive ego. And and part of the reason why this show is funny is because I you guys watch my ego flex and get popped on a regular basis. That's the whole thing. I'm old and I I'm a self-reflector and self-observant and blah blah blah. But in two thousand Seven. I tried to make a documentary about the CrossFit Games and Greg Glassman. I'm going to paraphrase the whole thing, but I'm going to tell you the journey. In 2007, I said I want to make a documentary about the CrossFit Games, and it, it, Greg said it was too early. And I should have. And I didn't work for CrossFit at the time when I uh, recommended it. I was, uh, I did work for them, but I didn't work for them. I, they were. I was a contractor. Kind. I, I, maybe it's better just to say I worked for them. I was getting paid regularly, and and I never stopped getting paid, but. It was the early days. Uh, I started there at the end of 2006, and then in 2007, I wanted to make a documentary about the games, and Greg said no, and I should have just done it. Then in 2008, um, I made a documentary about the games, and there was pushback. There were people – Tony Budding, the head of media there, did not want me to make the documentary, and I made it anyway, and it was released, and it cost $17,000 to make, and I made it pretty much – I worked my ass off on it, and I worked on it with Carrie Peterson, who was my friend at the time, who had never made a movie, held a camera, done editing, any editing, and I got him up to speed, and we worked our asses off on it um, with three weeks' notice before the games, and uh, we made the movie Every Second Counts. And then in 2009, I think I was the only person with the, with uh, Hollis Malloy, Carrie Peterson, and maybe Haley Parlin I gave them all cameras, and I think that's the only footage that exists of the 2009 CrossFit Games, and there's a shitload of it. Our coverage was fucking insane, and that footage is a mix of the the behind-the-scenes and a fucking coverage of the Games. It was insane. I wanted it to be like a 9-DVD box set at the time. I wanted it to be like the Tour de France. And then moving forward from there all the way to 2018, not a single one of those fucking documentaries that Heber and Mars and Ian and Mariah and myself made would have ever been made, at least in their current incarnation, without me supporting them. Because there was so much fighting against it. There was so much pressure against it. I'm not telling you that to brag. I'm super proud of it. I'm not telling you that so that you'll think I'm a badass. I, I do think I'm a badass for that. I'm telling you that because it's true. All the other, the fact that it's showing off or blah, 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 fine. I take all that too. That movie would have never gone to... Net. None of those would have ever gone to Netflix if it wasn't for me. None of them would have ever gone to iTunes, all that stuff. Um, the, the, the way it was, they were released in the journal, none of that would have happened if it wasn't for me. Ask anyone. Ask Kieber, Mars, Dave, anyone. They can take all the credit for making them, the amazing film work, the long hours of editing. You name it, everyone was fighting against it. Lauren's and Greg's and, and Tony Budding's and all sorts of people in the company. Uh, other executives. There was always a push a push against the docs. <laughs> so much of the media... There was a push against killing the fat man. I made that completely for free in my spare time. Completely. All the behind-the-scenes were made in my spare time. Never was required to make any of those. It, it, I, I know some of you are kind of new to the game, and so you don't know about... Like, I had my hands in everything. Everything there over at CrossFit Inc. Everything. And, I've, and I worked tirelessly. You never, you never would send me a fucking email and be like, I'm on vacation for two weeks. You never call me and be like, you can contact my second-in-command because I am taking seven days off. I'm out of pocket. Fuck that. Everyone, everyone, everyone. There were many times Greg didn't want the doc, Lauren didn't want docs. Um, uh, you name it, there was always someone. I'm not saying it like those are bad people. I'm saying it as like, yo, motherfucker, like, like you're fucking crazy. You can't fucking write an article about fucking the documentaries at CrossFit Inc. and not talk to me and it'd be worth anything. You're a fucking idiot. I'm just, it's just like. <clears throat> I'm just, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not, I'm fully just leaning into it. Like, you just can't. I just have an opinion on that. You're not going to, you're not going to talk to, you're not going to ask someone why my kids ended up the way they are in 20 years without fucking talking to me and have any, any picture of it, understanding. But it wasn't just that I did the behind the scenes. I was had my hands fully in the fucking docks. Uh, you should have said if they did not go to Netflix. Either way, you know what I mean. I'm on a fucking wound up. Uh, the only media that I think they should be doing now is they should be just fucking shit tons. Not the only, but they they should be doing shit tons of uh, L1 uh, content. I've said it before. It's so it's so easy. It's so easy, and yet I also think this. I probably shouldn't say this, but I think that they they are going to need me to train up like five people to do it. How to do it. I mean, how do I know that? Because I was making that content. And even people who hated me at fucking CrossFit back then, they called CrossFit.com, sevon.com Because all the con- 2008, 9, 10, I was putting out so much fucking mainset- main site content while that fucking, while CrossFit was exploding. Um... Connor Moves. Oh, these these were you since the first one? Yeah. Uh, Hunter, Sheriff, Hail to the King. Uh, surprise hits. It's no fucking surprise. Uh, farmer Fit. Uh, thank you, our fearless leader. I don't know if I'm a leader, but... Um, uh, Fernando, Premium Service. I didn't even know the New York Times still existed. Will brandstetter, you still have your little podcast. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Thank you. Um... Uh, there was one in here um, uh, that was interesting. Let me see. I'm not trying to take credit away from anyone else either. Like, it, like there's, cre- there's room for everyone. I would never – if the New York Times came to me and they were like, hey, we want to do a story on the docks, I'd be like, okay, you need to talk to um, Heber, Mar- Heber and Marsden, Mariah, um, uh, Tyson Oldroyd, um, uh, D- Greg Glassman. Like, I would tell them, like, hey, talk to all these people. Dave Castro, Tony Budding. Um Oh, this guy. A- Andrew. Oh, shit. Is this? Andrew Stan? Gee, is your ego getting a bit big there? I don't even know what that really means. I said, my ego's always been massive. There wasn't a single CF documentary that would have happened, at least in their current form, from 2008 to 2018 if I hadn't got behind it. Yeah, I don't know what my giant ego has anything to do Uh To do with. Savon Rinsta trash. What's that mean? What does that mean? Does that mean I'm trash? Is that what this guy is saying? You don't even fucking follow me. And I'm trash? Is that what that means? That guy says- "Oh, that that you suck." <laughs> I'm trash? Let me see what you are. Um Oh, this chick's hot. Is that your mom? My sweet mama. Holy shit. God damn. Oh, find, uh, your beautiful kids. Oh, that's your sh- fuck Uh, no mask photos? Come on, Sean, come on. Oh my God, you're a good dude. Owner and operator of Constantinian, Constantinian strength. Live a legend, die a myth. Oh my God, this is a good dude. Well, fuck. All right, fine. I'm trash. So be it. Um, where were we? Anyone else? Anyway. Uh, anyway. So, uh, this lady, Mia Robert Soder. So I don't know the extent of your involvement in CF Media in the past. Uh, I was the second media guy ever at CrossFit Inc. Tony Budding, then me. There now you know um, anyway I think it's a i i i don't i don't think it's um i don't think it's inappropriate to to correct the record I put a fucking shitload of work into that shit and and my life's completely immersed in it to this day and I'm happy to I mean I I, I like that this article came out and excluded me Because it's content for this podcast Everyone knows I like to pound some ass So I just pounded a little ass That's it A little ass pounded for the NYT I would be almost disappointed If they did anything other than that I don't want it to become a complex relationship I want them to know that they're just complete garbage Uh Savon, when can we expect uh, behind the scenes? Just asking. I don't know, dude. That's, I, it's a totally fair ask. It's a totally fair ask. Um, I need to jump on a call with um, Mariah Moore and Patrick Rios today, actually. Patrick Rios uh, just got the all the footage. We have all the footage now except the footage from Hiller. Uh, all in three different locations. And uh, we just need to figure out who's going to start laying it down. I seriously don't think it'll be out until December. Uh, Golf trot, foxy, Yankee, this reaction makes them think they're winning. The people who matter know the truth. This This reaction, this reaction, this reaction makes them think they're winning. This reaction. This reaction. I don't. I don't understand what you're saying. Are you comforted that CrossFit recognized you on their post? No, I'm not comforted. I'm uh, something is happening with my relationship with CrossFit. Like they're on one side of a bridge and I'm on the other side of a bridge, and we keep taking steps closer to each other. Maybe, and I I see it as is that they're taking a step closer and I'm taking a step closer. I it, it's basically I saw it as a signal like. I took it very personally like in like not in a bad way, like in a good way, i just took it personal, like okay like i like i i don't view those films as my legacy, i'm not like i i'm i'm not i'm not tied to it the way maybe someone thinks that I am because of the energy I'm putting into it like to me, it's still just this is just a story on top of a story on top of a story on top of a story i but the but but I'm not comforted in the sake for the films that they tag me. I'm comforted for the sake, if you want to use the word comforted, with my relationship with HQ. Do do you know what I mean by that? Like I don't, like I don't fill out my IMDb and I and my LinkedIn is a joke. I don't like I'm I've done so fucking much and I've been so fucking successful in so many core facets of my life and I don't even put it on my LinkedIn. Like I don't I'm not, I'm not I don't care about it like that. I'm not comforted like that. But I do like, I do, I, I I am very proud of relationships that I have with people, and I do care about them, and so I I I just take it very personally, like I, not as a public thing. Like I don't care about my um, I only care about that stuff in the in the in the sense that of how it makes me money and how I'm able to take care of my family. The stuff for, like, my ego is more just around, like, my relationships. So, like, I don't, I don't, I, the, I don't care that I'm left out of that article of the New York Times. I care about the fact that I, I get to talk about it now and bring it to you guys, like, as, as part of the narrative and allows me to continue to build my relationship with you and still spin my narrative about the times. That's how I care about it. It's weird. I, I, dude, how about this? This will kind of put perspective on it. I'm more glad, would I rather they not write the article at all or write it and leave me out so that I can talk about it? Well, Dude, a thousand times better. I'm so glad it turned out like this so that someone can call me trash and I can pull up their Instagram account and find out that they're not trash. Fuck, that sucks. <laughs> He's a hot mom and he loves his grandma. He's got beautiful kids. Fuck. That sucks. You got nothing. Uh, Sevan, how would you talk to your kids if they encountered this situation? What situation? What situation? No, I didn't see this. Uh, Sevi, did you see there's a chance for Don Fall to speak at uh, South by Southwest? I um I took a movie to South by Southwest, and it didn't win, and it should have won. But the lady who did win ended up hiring me to direct a movie, another movie that was called Desert Runners. So that was cool. Um, I don't know what you mean. Uh, I give up. Okay. Sorry. I tried. I'm trying to understand. Sorry. I'd have to go back. I can't go back now. Oh, meaning your reaction. Oh. Oh my reaction shows that they're winning winning what? what did they win? okay, here we go let me figure this out golf trot fox golf fox trot Yankee this reaction makes them think they are winning what, my reaction like bringing it up on my podcast makes someone think that they're winning um, this reaction equals spurging out in the public like that spurging. I don't know what that word means fuck anyway, I don't think so. I don't think they're watching the show and I don't think that they think I don't think that they think they're winning or not winning I don't know two hours and six minutes holy shit okay Um. tonight big show CrossFit Games Update show Chase Ingram John Young Daniel Brandon Ben Smith We'll have lots of fun. We got lots of people. I reached out to uh, three Invictus people uh, to try to get on the show soon, too. Uh, Jorge Fernandez, or is it Hernandez? You know, Jorge. Uh, CJ Martin, owner of uh, CrossFit Invictus, and um, Bryce Smith. Let's see if I can get any of those guys on. I think I saw a text go out to Alexis Raptus. That's kind of exciting. There's a guy who's uh, I'm trying to get on the show. He's a Christian Taoist or something. Stop, stop, David. I'm not fucking around, dude. I'm not fucking around. She is coming on. David Weed, Daniel Brandon, not coming on. Not come on. Not not coming. Oh, Daniel Brandon, not coming. Come on, Mount Mon. Come on, Mon. Call her, hi. Oh, you just don't want me to get off the air. That's why you called, right?
5: No, no. I want you to get off. The air. I just want to remind everyone that Paper Street will have a booth at the Asbury Park Summer Games this week.
0: At where? That's the
5: Asbury Park Summer Games in Asbury Park, New Jersey.
0: Asbury Park, uh, Summer Games. Asbury. Oh, Ashbury? Asbury? Is that how they pronounce it? Asbury. 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 Yep. Hold on, let me pull up this. Uh, this is cool. Hey, you think Daniel Brandon's coming on today?
5: I 100% know be on. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Of course, you got that star power after the uh, the game.
0: Thank you. Uh, CrossFit Shrewsbury. Oh wait. Uh oh no. Uh Asbury uh, Summer Games. Uh the doors open Saturday at 7:15 a.m. Uh, let me see if I can get a location on this.
5: Asbury. New Jersey.
0: Okay, New Jersey. All right. So, if you live in New York, is that close to it or Pennsylvania?
5: The tri state area, very close. And you're going to be a have... uh, popular destination during the summer at the Jersey Shore.
0: And you're going to have a booth there?
5: We will have a booth. If you come up to Mass. You Paulina, know, whoever else is working there, you know, whisper into our ear, bam, five, I'll give you guys like a 50% discount a drink or
0: something. Okay, hold on. Hold on one second. Hold on. Fuck this phone. I'm so fucking irritated by this fucking phone. Don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere, uh, Gabe. Don't go anywhere. Uh Gabe, Gabe, Gabe from Paper Street Coffee. Hi. Hey. Gabe. Hello. So if someone says bam, we're live at the good dudes booth, they get uh, uh some massive discount on their purchase.
5: Sure, paper sheet coffee booth, good dudes booth, same same but different.
0: Are you gonna have both signs up?
5: I will have both signs up and your sign too.
0: Oh, awesome! Hey, why did so you do? Why wire, do you? Why do you? Why do you do that? Because I heart you. I know, but we don't even have. I was trying to explain to someone the relationship that I have with like people like you and uh, and Miss Sarah Cox at CA Peptides and everyone, even like Swolverine and and Toe Spacers and like none of those. No one's like. Hey, you need to do this, and like, and like, uh, all of a sudden, you have a big sign at your at your booth, and I'm like, "What the fuck is he doing?" That's so nice. Like, you didn't even, I didn't have to pay for that or nothing.
5: Uh, do you support. I mean, I wouldn't be where I am without you, so I, you know, paying it forward.
0: Fuck, I, I appreciate it. I appreciate just the um, coolness of our relationship. I'm tickled by it.
5: <laughs> That's a good adjective to use.
0: Hey, what about Vindicate? Will they be there? Fanny Spiegel wants to know Vindicate will be selling shirts at your booth. Vindicate? That's the Travis, Travis. guy? You know the Travis guy?
5: Yeah, he betrayed me. He's not going to be here with me. He's going to do his own local comp. He says it's too expensive to come out to New Jersey.
0: Oh, Which comp is he going to be at?
5: How about I let him call in and...
0: <laughs> <Do his promo. laughs> yeah. uh, he's laughing in the comments he hears you uh,
5: perfect he all just right. spit well, his paper street know.
0: coffee out all over his computer
5: <laughs> you guys know exactly where i will be um it's an awesome event uh we'll talk about it later it's an awesome place and then i'll have travis call you and tell you about his stuff i right. love you i will talk to you gotta work a lot this peace, weekend peace and love see bye you. see you guys Bye.
0: Travis from Vindicate, get your CEO shirts today. What's up, dude? Where are you going to be? I'm going to
3: kick him in the dick.
0: <laughs> you should. He just kicked you in the dick. You have to, I definitely. I know
3: to. he did. <laughs> and I'm dumping out my paper sweet coffee. This stuff tastes like shit.
0: Oh my goodness. I'm 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 going to drink it. What's one man's? What is it? One man's uh, trash <laughs> is another man's treasure.
3: I have like six pounds of it in my closet at home, so I can't get rid of it.
0: Um tell me uh, where are you going to no, be? I, and are you going to be selling CEO uh, just, shirts?
3: Absolutely. No, I just there's a there's a competition locally, so it cuts any travel expenses, so it makes it easy.
0: I get it. He's just Hey, that's were, real love. Telling me they, that's real love right there. He was basically that's like frustration because he wants to hang with you. That's just pure love frustration. Oh, we
3: were we were chatting this morning. He was telling me how many spectators are signed up and I'm like, "Okay, is it too late?" I looked it up. It's a it's a it would be a twenty hour drive Ooh. to get there. I was like, yeah, nope, not happening, <laughs> not happening.
0: Well, just tell me the name of the one you're going to. I want to see if they have a website.
3: Uh, it's CrossFit Hydro uh, here in Omaha, and oh my god, I can't remember the name of it uh, they, It's Power Hour. It's a really short competition.
0: Is it one hour it's long?
3: Like a so so it's a team competition and they do i think it's 3 or 4 workouts in a 1 hour time period.
0: They do have a website, it's, dude. They have a nice website.
3: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And this is like the third one they've done this year. They do a lot of competitions.
0: Is it in Ohio? No,
3: no, no Omaha. Omaha, oh. Nebraska. Oh, where I, where I live.
0: Oh, do they do uh it looks like they do uh, events Find a host gym near you. Oh, is it is it online also? No,
3: that, that's something else. You're like the own one. Oh, all
0: right.
3: Yeah, their, uh, their owner, um, he's qualified for regionals back in the day. Really good guy. But he's had me at all their competitions. So it's a nice, easy setup, no travel. So it works out really well.
0: The address is... They don't have it on their contacts page. How? How they they oh, might not. About us. Let me go to about us. Uh uh mobili- uh dude, just is his name Justin Van S- Beek? Yes. Justin, how do you not have your address on your um son of a bitch? Contact sign up program homes. Let's go to I'm gonna have
3: room. to this is a this is a new website. I'm gonna have to yell at him. It's beautiful. Yeah, he doesn't have his address on here. What's the deal? All right. I'll yell at him.
0: All right. One more time. Uh, what state? What city?
3: Omaha, Nebraska.
0: Okay. Omaha, Nebraska. CrossFit Hydro. Go there and get your CEO shirt. See some people work out. Love all kinds of goodies. If you're single there, there'll probably be some smart, overachieving single girls there. Go ahead and um, That's right. go meet them.
3: So you're going to go to the road? We're I- all going.
0: You, who? Uh,
3: me, Gabe, tons of people in the chat. Damn, we're all going to be there.
0: Dear Bill and Katie,
3: I'm driving, dude. Twelve and a half hour drive. I'm doing it.
0: What city is it in? Austin.
3: Uh, yes, I believe so.
0: Dear Bill and Katie.
3: Dear Bill and Katie, think of the behind the scenes.
0: You know what I. Know, I want, you know what. You scenes. know what I want, dude. You know what I want. I want one of those 200-foot ropes. So you can use sled poles. I don't know what I would do with it. Yeah, I'd do some shit like that with it. I'd do something with it. I asked Bill if they if those were made specifically for the games. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't think they sell those on their really? website.
3: Is your driveway long enough?
0: Yeah, I live on a country road. In your
3: palatial estate
0: yeah 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 three plane brothers empire has plenty of room for a 200 foot rope god my wife would hate it if one of those showed up <laughs> you know the size of the box that must have to go in
3: I was guessing, how much would that cost to ship
0: it's nuts hmm. all right well thank you thanks for Come checking in, in. yeah cool. oh no we we can uh ask pound gabe later uh, okay. every day all right
3: all
4: right, all right bye bye
0: Uh, Brandon Waddell, that box the rope came in is the same size as your mom's box. Oh, jeez. My God. Fanny Spiegel, 1999. See you guys tonight, 6 p.m. Bye-bye. bye bye